Yeah, why do you look like your eyes are freaking screwed up, dude? Because they are. <laughs> All right, everybody that's watching this, oh, I'm going to mute you guys. That way it doesn't run over because I'm going to talk loud for a second. So here we go. Uh, we have Mid-America Customs on. Uh, if you do not follow them on Facebook, you need to do that right now. Description uh, has the link to the Facebook and their YouTube stuff. If you haven't watched their YouTube, I was just over there literally watching it as we started this, uh, going through some of the race week stuff again. Great editing guys i'll say that uh, we're going to get into a little bit of that great content tons of cool cars all that kind of stuff if you are looking for a new channel this this is a great one to to watch they have awesome cars and awesome content so all right let's get them on here we got a uh, we got adam and nick i think you guys have one more person that uh is in there all the time with you guys too right uh, we got three now. Yeah, yeah. It used to just be me and Nick, and we've been very lucky to kind of add three guys um, over the last probably six or eight months yep. to the group, and they've been a good fit, and it's uh, it's been tremendous help to the business. Yep. Hell got uh, Zach. He's the, the video editor that we were just talking about. Then we got uh, Ryan, which we call him Moo Moo. He's a fabricator. Then we got another wiring guy. His name's Austin. Yeah, he's kind of – he can do about everything too. Yep. Hell, yeah, that's awesome. Wiring is a hard-as-hell – yeah. Uh, thing one to hire for and then two to trust somebody to do yeah, yeah. So. adam is our wiring guy and he is colorblind <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah, not some, lying either seems like i gotta get a color check on yeah. stuff occasionally yeah hey that's awesome that's the way to go so the reason you guys are on here obviously i am race rocky mountain race week uh hammer stories to everybody until then so we've got about six weeks till race week 2.0 so i thought man wouldn't it be great to have some guys on from 1.0 and obviously um you guys enjoy turbos like i enjoy turbos out in the world so you know the narcs card has <laughs> this turbo out front you guys have your shit up above the cab of the s10 yep insanity so i'd love to hear a little bit of the story on that because i mean that was tied into some tv stuff mm -hmm. and then also like how the hell does that work as you're driving it on these damn birds are <laughs> you know have you cleaned there bird is. shit off an impeller before <laughs> there was probably one close call with a bird i think yeah. there was one time at night this year that we were rolling along and there was a raccoon. He was standing around the edge of the road and I looked like right into his eyes and I'm like, don't do it, buddy. Like, I'm not for sure going to hit him and suck his ass right up into the top, but uh, he kind of stood awesome. his ground on the edge, didn't move. That's There's awesome. a couple He's times like, you see a bird swoop down and you're like, <laughs> right. We looked at each other like, oh man, that was close. Cause yeah. like Robert was, he kind of gave us some shit up front about yeah. we weren't we weren't planning on running an air filter and he's like if you guys hurt that thing Papa Boo's gonna be mad at you <laughs> so we were glad it didn't happen the whole we time we got lucky for yeah, sure yeah we definitely did that was gonna be so my brother's the same way he's like you've got to put a filter on front of that turbo and I'm like now our turbo is 150 dollars GT45 so it doesn't matter but I'm like <laughs> no man it makes it so much cooler if it's just up there spinning oh for sure yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. All right. Let's get into it. I'm getting some crazy feedback. So everybody that's listening, hang tight with me. I'll work out my timing as we go along here. 
So you obviously have a shop, Mid America Customs. Um, yep. Let's talk about current projects in the shop, and then we'll get into some race week stuff. Okay. So right now in the shop, we have a GT, not it's like a GT 350 or just a Mustang GT that was a drag week car. Um, 2018 body style. It just got done with a 25-2 chassis from our buddies at 10 Soldiers. We're currently putting twin turbos, tubular front end, Holly FI, new brakes, fuel system. Every Basically, we got a bare rolling chassis of a brand new car with a big bunch of bars in it, and we're making the rest of the car. Yeah, it's actually Ford powered too, which is kind of weird. Yeah. They, wow. they took wow. the Coyote out and put a four valve in it, which is crazy to me. But yeah. It was in a, a record holding car, so that's why he went with this motor. But got that. We got a land speed car, a fifth gen Camaro, twin turbo, big block car in the shop, four speed, like NASCAR tranny, crazy, wicked setup. Um, we got We're finishing up a really nice third third gen for a for a customer who ended up really becoming kind of a good friend, Dennis. Uh, it's a '86 IROC that we basically put a ZL1 drivetrain in. So yep. it's 6.2 ZL1 blower that was ported by Jokers, then a uh, 4L80 from RPM transmission. It's got a nine-inch rear end in the back, but it's like all stock-looking exterior. Yeah. So it's an excellent sleeper, and it's just like a badass car to drive. You can drive it every day. Yep, Damn, and it makes awesome. great that's power. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we got a GTR in here now. Just getting a few minor welding things done. Uh, we got a Fortune Camaro in here right now getting a uh, new Dominator, suspension, you name it. Converter from from uh, Hughes, Hughes, dump valve kit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. QA1 mod shocks all the way around. Uh, really man. nice uh, second gen Nova that we're, that we're finishing up. We had a yeah. friend of ours, Larry Reed, he had done some of the work on the car with the fabrication on the turbo kit and he mini tubbed it and all that. And then they needed somebody to finish up like all the little stuff. So wiring it, we're doing that now tuning it getting all the accessory stuff hooked up all the cooling system fuel system so it's almost done and ready to roll we got a, there's another third gen in here it's an ls turbo car like that's kind of our theme around here for the yeah. most part we do a lot of ls turbo stuff the, the big block car and the mod motor car are the only two kind of cars i think we've ever worked on like that are an ls i guess besides just gtr yeah yeah that's so awesome. yeah we're getting into some different stuff so it's cool hell yeah um so mr jared k one one two seven eight four says Mountain Dew for the win. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Valkyrie Racing says hi guys. He, they're another uh, race week family too. So okay, oh, badass. Cool. What's up, That's fellas? Awesome. So it sounds like you have a ton of badass cars in the shop. Like I, I, I think at some point I'm gonna need to make the trip up there and uh, we just do a shop tour. Yeah, I'll do for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We kind of got we have a really neat country property that we, we lease that mm -hmm. we have uh, kind of a main shop where all the fab and a lot of the mechanical happens. And then we have another building that's where the dyno's at, that we do all the dyno stuff, a lot of tuning things over there. And there's like a huge pond next to that, which is really cool to hang out sometimes in the evenings, do a little fishing or just kind of hang out with our family and friends. And then mm -hmm. uh, the house on the property, Nick and actually all the other guys live in. So there's a frat yeah. house on, <laughs> on the property where all the guys live in. So you we know, got a real country fast and the furious theme going on. Right. It's kind of awesome. We, we make rally laps around the pond in our beaters and nice. we got, we got a like an eighth mile paved driveway. So we're not allowed to do burnouts on it. We might make you know some rips. On it. <laughs> there's uh, there's some hits that go down out there for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. You can't not do it. It's right. crazy. But yeah, it's we do got a lot of cool stuff here. Sometimes when you get in like the uh, the routine of like trying to work every day and get parts ordered and like 
so you deal with the stress of some things, you you kind of lose focus of what's important. And sometimes you take a deep breath and you look out in the shop and you see this vehicle that when you were a kid, you never even thought you would get close to. And now you're the one that's doing all the work on yeah. it because yeah. you know, you're doing what you do. So it's, yeah, sometimes you got to reel yourself back in and realize how cool all the stuff is that we work get to work on. Well, and one benefit to living close is if you're up at 2 a.m. and you haven't had too many adult beverages, you <laughs> could go out and screw around on something for a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah for we, sure. We got an awesome uh, an awesome road out here. It's called We call it Corn Row Raceway. Um, the farmer own, basically owns the road, um, and we'll go out there and make test hits for hours. He'll come out. Him and his sons will come out and drink beer, watch, you know, because they don't see cars like this either. We had a my buddy's nitrous Camaro out there with bullhorns and a 300 shot of nitrous yes. in the middle of nowhere making test sets. Yeah. And they're like, this is crazy. Like, where did you guys come from? <laughs> you can stay here as long as you want. So yeah, yeah we got all the cool, cool stuff out here. That's cool. All right. Yeah. Well, that's shop projects. What about current, like your projects? What do you guys have? <laughs> well, we got all kinds of uh, junk. Adam's got Adam's very busy this week and <laughs> next week also getting ready for uh, Roadkill Nights. Yeah, we're getting we're kind of gearing up for Roadkill Nights. It's happening there again, and we've done that thing for since the beginning. It's probably like the fourth year, and we've always done really well there. We've been been lucky a lot in the past and and done a good job. So we're both entered in it. Mountain Dew is going to be a street car for a week, and then Gap Train's in it. So the little hitch of it was I kind of blew up the motor and Gap Train last. Oh, on Sunday, a couple yeah, days ago. Sunday. Yeah, I kind of pushed a bunch of shit out the bottom end. Yeah. So uh, ruined it top to bottom. The only thing salvageable, I believe, are the valve springs and the intake. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I just pulled the intake off before we did this, and it wasn't full of a bunch of metal this time, so that's good. Everything kind of stayed in. Um, so our our good buddy Ron at Northwest Auto Machine, he's he's prepping the block up for me right now. We have a good rotator that had been sitting around for a while and that he had previously hurt right well we hurt the block we kind of broke a drive shaft in the truck earlier in the year and when it did it like dude it was cracked horrible the, it, it destroyed the block up to yeah. a water port i so. mean we had just got this good rod and piston motor in it and it, it was like the fifth pass and Damn. it broke the drive shaft yeah. and ripped the, the transmission off the motor destroyed the block hit you know ruined the drive shaft was gone knocked the exhaust damn near to bashed it to death knocked the end off the fuel pump and that you know it was really it could have been really bad to be honest but it destroyed a lot of stuff but it didn't like burn to the ground so mm-hmm. uh, we kind of i was on a streak there at the beginning of the year with the truck kind of once we finally just got it out um from being at west and really we're starting to rip on it some we just had little things that weren't holding up well that you know when you build it in 10 days and on yeah. a budget that you know we did some things that just to get us through yeah. and those couple of those things were catching up to us so once I hurt that good motor, that block anyways, I kind of said, well, I'm just going to put a stock block and stock bottom end back in it until we get some test time on it. And so it's been doing really good. Like we've had no yep. issues since then other than tearing a couple of the stock bottom end motors up. But they were ones we've had like this motor, same deal. It had yeah. way over 100 passes and, you know, it just went through hell on Rocky Mountain, you know, doing what it did, 240 degree driving around temperatures and 20 degrees of timing, 30 pounds right, of boost. All the boost, yeah, 34 pounds of boost, all of it. So, like, I'm surprised it made it through Rocky Mountain. So, like, it did. I was good with that. Yeah. So, yeah, when it just died, I'm like, okay, well, let's get a good, I get our good rotted motor back in there so we can lean on it and not hurry about tearing it up so bad. That's awesome. So, yeah, yeah, so I got to get it back together for next week and then. Uh, Nick's getting Mountain Dew back together. We kind of had some, we got a lot of weight in the back of that one too for ballast and 
Now yeah. I moved some stuff around. I had a bunch of weight mounted on my parachute and it ended up breaking my parachute mount twice. And the second time it was like a catastrophic break, like broke the pipe in half, like not broke the weld. So 200 pounds will do that. I guess. Yeah. 200 pounds hanging out, hanging one out there <laughs> to do that, I guess. But yeah, so I'm changing some stuff around on that. We're getting the car wrapped. Um, I'm adding, I already had, I have a cooling box. Like I have water that runs through the motor cause it's a filled block. But since we're going to roadkill, I'm adding a radiator because, you know, it runs pretty cool. It's on alcohol. But once you get the heat in it, it's hard to get the heat out of it. So a little radiator will help me a lot. Um, yeah, turn put some turn signals on it, and we're ready to yeah, go. Yeah, it needs turn signals and a horn, then it's ready to roll. Yep. yep. So Streetcar. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Doing All little things. stuff. I'll probably make a make a hook so I can put the door on the on the roof of the car and while I drive it because it doesn't have roll-down windows. But, oh, damn. Yeah, 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 it's like a full race car deal, really. Yeah, yeah, and blinkers and stuff that makes it street car, so you're set. Yeah, that in the horn, you have to have the horn. Anything can be a street car if you're willing to drive it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it, the methanol fuel mileage might not be that great, but we'll just carry gas with this or yeah, methanol yeah. is whatever. Yeah, what's the uh, what's the drive like the street drive on um, what are you doing uh, with roadkill road nights? So, yeah, roadkill nights. There's not necessarily truly a cruise there, but you do have to like drive the car or truck to the to the street. Mm -hmm. And there's not really any place that's, you know, it's a 10 mile drive or eight mile cool. drive probably to where you can even be close to dropping a vehicle off and it and your stuff still being there when you get done. So yeah, right. we, we we have like six cars going in our group and we rent an Airbnb up there and it's only like five or six miles away. So it, it we'll all have our race cars out there, which is cool, and then we'll just drive them over. So we got to be able to make like a six mile cruise at yeah. least to start off and go home with. Yeah, you gotta you gotta drive your car in there and be able to pit out of your vehicle all day mm -hmm. and then drive back. Kind of like it's like a mini, like yep. a day of race week would be. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Exactly. You guys are gonna be the coolest house in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had a couple of struggles getting one because not everybody thinks loud cars yeah. in their Airbnbs are as cool because their neighbors aren't happy about it. So yeah. we were lucky. We did find somebody that was like, all right, with us getting back at like midnight and being extremely obnoxious about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not. Cars aren't real quiet. <laughs> Race cars generally aren't. Street cars. Yeah. They're not Maybe. quiet either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Depends. That's awesome. Well, let's lead that into the prep of the truck for race week because yeah. I, I think that probably segues well yeah so, so there was a, yeah go ahead what when you say prep do you mean like what we had to do to get it ready for race week or like what we had to do each day to make it race ready ready from street driving yeah so let's talk about what you guys did at the shop to get ready okay. because there's a lot of guys that still have a five gallon fuel cell in the back of their car today and they're <laughs> like i'll just tell yeah. you that ain't gonna work yeah yeah. So that was a pretty, I mean, it was a two week process. Um, you know, at that, Nick went out West I, I for that. I wasn't here to help <laughs> with it. So while we were on vacation, he got, yeah, to I got to do it, which was fine. It was all good. And there, the truck, you know, we hadn't like say, we hadn't really taken it on the highway. We hadn't driven it other than in town. I've driven it some in town at that point, but hadn't went very far and it's just got a two gallon fuel tank in or like two and a half gallon deal. Yeah. So I would always just throw like a gas can in the back and I could go 20 or 30 miles. So like it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, but obviously on Rocky mountain, that ain't going to cut it. So, you know, we, I started off first, we got a big concrete block that's back there. That was part of uh, what we needed for the show and what we do for the no prep stuff. So that came out and I was able to put a 20 gallon fuel cell there. And then basically where my fuel lines came up to the front of the bed, where our little cells at, 
um, I just made lines that went up to that point. So we could disconnect our little cell every day and basically just plug right into our big 20 gallon cell. So yeah. we could drive on E85 or gasoline. If they we threw wanted. a flex fuel sensor. In there. Yeah. We put a flex fuel sensor in there so we could drive on either. And then, um, we had some really awesome fuel to race on when we were out there, um, from ETS some Z85 stuff that was really badass fuel. And it was the first time we'd used it and they just it's, published their article. Right. Yeah. And it, it's, it's very like, we didn't have a lot of it. So we, we kind of was good that we could have a separate fuel cell for racing and driving. Yeah. And it was literally just unplug lines and cap them and go back and forth. And we didn't was, lose. There was no diluting good E85 with pump gas or pump E85. Or anything right. Like that. We had, a, you know, this is what we raced on. This is what we drove on. Yeah. So that was a big, you know, that was a part of the big deal was getting the fuel system ready to go out there because the more miles you can go, like putting that 20 gallon cell in there, man, we could go a really long time on either E85 or gasoline. And especially out there, you know, E85, not very prevalent at all out West. So there was plenty of stretches where a 20 gallon fuel cell, now we could go like 130 miles plus, maybe 150 was a big deal because we could pretty much make the whole run. We never ran out of gas. Right. We never also, had any issues. With with how hot the road conditions are out there and how hot everything is, especially running on pump gas, your fuel gets really hot. So the more fuel we could have in the tank, yes, it helped keep the fuel cooler because there's a lot of guys, they've never had an issue out of their fuel pump until you go out there. Yep. Now you're boiling fuel and you know, um, vapor lock and everything, and everything's just super pissed off. Well, with a big fuel tank, it helps to keep A big aluminum fuel cell helps keep it cooler. Yep. You know, we never had a passenger seat in the truck either because no one ever rode in it. So I did. I was able to go to the local junkyard for 50 bucks. I got a takeout seat out of an S10 and yeah. and it fit right in. Like we were going to put Of course, a, it fit right in for him. Yeah. I'm 6'1". <laughs> he's, he's like 5'5 five five uh, or something like that. That was the only it weird. It doesn't exactly fit me. Yeah, <laughs> it, it wasn't a bad. It was more of an awkward fit because that seat sat really high compared to the Kirky. So yeah. he he's was, super low, extra low and already yeah. short. I'm super high and super tall. And we just look like it looked like of mice and men with like the big guy yeah. and the little dude. That's how it really looked like extremely exaggerated. So it was yeah. kind of a carnival act looking inside that thing. But um, so, yeah, I got the seat in there. So like now we could all drive and together. Now have we have both of us. And then some of the other stuff turned like that. I started putting in there had to do a lot with our previous experiences. Right. So phone chargers. Yeah. Cup holders. yeah USB chargers, cup yes. holders, because like you don't think about that stuff till you're out there driving for four hours. And like. Dude, I ain't got anywhere to put my drink. Oh, my phone's dead. You're always on GPS too. You're yes. always trying to GPS something, and that just—I mean—that that'll drain your battery quicker yep. than anything. Yep. Then we needed so, some tunes, so, so I put a little so, raised radio in it. Real quick on that part. So the GPS stuff, um, you know, they they give out directions, um, yep. but they're they're hard to follow because we don't read maps anymore. You know, yeah. Like, it's like go twenty miles. Um. So the GPS up. So it's killing your phone. But then also, like, do you, do you guys have, like, a Speedo or any way to track mileage? Yeah. He yeah. used a Speedo on his phone. Yeah, I used my phone. I had a phone mount there, and it's got – I just used, like, a heads-up GPS uh, speedometer deal. And, actually, it was nice because it had held temperature and direction and yeah. miles. Like, it had trip uh, tripometer or whatever you want to call that thing all day. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, it actually worked out really good, and it was mounted right up there in front of the steering wheel, so it was very easy to read and stuff for us. Because, yeah, you know, the truck, again, different than what we've normally taken on, like drag week, race week, all that stuff. This was the farthest thing from a street truck. We never built it to be a street truck or yeah. anything. And so putting all that stuff back in it, you know, even the turn signals, when we build it out west, um, 
I left all the wiring in it. You know, I didn't rip any of it out because I, I really knew we wanted to do this event with the truck. So I left it all in there, but none of it was hooked up. So that was part of the prep and getting all that stuff like working before we left. Cause it was all kind of there, but none of it truly worked. So I had to get all the, the turn signals hooked up and working again and high beams working and low beams working. And uh, we put some really like the, some LED headlights in it. Cause that's the same deal. You're out there in the middle of nowhere. Like it gets yeah. dark out West when you're in some of those little towns and you're like in the middle of nowhere, nowhere, like all you have yeah. is the moon or a couple of stars and like headlights are a big deal. So you can see what you're getting ready to smash into. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the bummer for the other people though, was like our, our high beam indicator thing broke like day one. <laughs> so like we, all we had was high beams. There was no more oh. going back to low and those things were bright. Yeah. So oh, I apologize right. to anybody that got like really their eyes burnt out, but like that's all we had. So we just had to keep it rolling like that. But so <laughs> yeah, those funny. were the, it, for us, it was a lot of basic stuff getting ready. Just yeah. the things that a lot of street cars already have. And normally our street car stuff does the truck just didn't have, cause it wasn't set up for it. So yeah. there was just a lot of time in getting all those things up and functional um, I had to put a hitch on the back of it. We needed some way to carry. You would think with a truck, you'd have like all this room. Well, not when, not you, when you put everything in the back. Right. Yeah. Now when you put a big fuel cell, you have a radiator back there and then we have a little fuel cell and you had all turbo turbos yeah. back there. Right. Like, there's like no room in the truck. I feel like my Camaro had more room than the truck did back there between yeah. the back seat and the trunk. So we, uh, we put, I put a hitch on it so that we could carry around our big, uh, like kind of a little luggage deal that goes into the hitch mm-hmm. and bought one of those that had sides on it. And it was like a weatherproof bag. So at least we knew we could put all our things in it. And if we got caught in a bunch of rain that at least, uh, we wouldn't have to worry about getting wet and yeah. we got really lucky. We didn't see rain, but that's, that's not yeah. very normal. Yeah. You know, we yeah, didn't tip- have wipers, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Tip rain X and typically it rains one day out there. <clears throat> oh, for sure. We had we had the same thing. It was it was dry all week. Now I figure two point this year we're not going to get that lucky. We're going to get. It's very rare that you do that. Yeah. You're right. You don't get one day. And I was a little concerned. Was like our back window of the truck. It's kind of like you it's know, just a bunch of screwed together plexiglass. Right. There's nothing there. Really. Yes, it wasn't real scientific when we did it, and it's working, but it's it's not sealed up at it by any means. So we would have been really like wet if it would have rained yeah. on us. We would have had to lay under a bridge for a minute. <laughs> that's awesome that and you know of course there's this gigantic turbo right yeah here. humming in our ear all week yeah it's actually really quiet back there yeah the truck's quiet when you're driving it yeah it's really not everything's bad. behind you yeah yeah i would not have thought that i, I would have yeah. figured it would just be insanity right there in your <laughs> it's if not you, that bad if you get in the throttle it gets a little rowdy but yeah. just kind of cruising so our little radio thing that I put in there, we could it was up full blast, but we could hear it and yeah. there was tunes and stuff there. But uh yeah, you get in the throttle pretty good, it starts to make some cool airplane noises <laughs> or jet noises, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, sounds like a jet, that's for sure. So uh some of the comments here, Brian Duke said uh it was cool talking to you guys during race week. Hopes to see y'all at 1.0 next year. And then oh, yeah. uh, Anthony Baskell Harville says, uh, oh, yeah. y'all could have y'all stretched a lot longer if I wasn't behind you. I had to stop every hundred miles. Yeah, uh, Anthony Cruz with us the whole yeah, time. Yeah, no, he Anthony was, put up with it. us yeah. the whole time. I he had mean, to put up with us stopping every 10 minutes trying to cool the damn yeah, thing down. Yeah, Anthony was great, man. Him and CJ were awesome to hang out with all week. and yeah, They like, helped us a lot. They did, and nothing phased them because we, you know, the truck didn't have any real issues other than the overheating stuff. But when it, when it had that issue, it was a pain in the ass. I mean, we had to stop it 
that last day or so, man, it felt like we stopped every 10 minutes. And you're and, stopping, and it's the middle of the heat, middle yes, of the day. It's 100 like, degrees out yeah. plus. The sun's it's just murdering you. you. We're on the side of the road. And, and it really, you know, even when we were rolling, especially that last day, we were only going like 45 or 50 mm. out there where – we're on two lane highways. Guys are going like 80. Yeah. So everybody's pissed. Oh, dude. And the poor Anthony and Eric back, they were the ones that took the brunt of it. We were like four cars ahead. Like we're <laughs> up there looking, we're not that bad. They're the guys that have the truckers on their ass, flipping them off, you know, yeah. honking, getting mad. We were just kind of up there cruising, doing our thing. And so they were real troopers to hang out with us and put up with all that abuse all week. That's so what, what ended up, <clears throat> I, I think you guys passed Boo Quamso in the, um, Mm-hmm. in the teal mustang and he was like they were freaking out about 210 degrees and you were yeah. like 210 this something's yeah. been 240 for oh yes yeah. 210 we would have cruised right along had no problem yeah. and, and honestly like part of the reason 240 and, and 220 plus wasn't bothering me is last year nick here you know <laughs> did his normal kamikaze and drove the malibus through the whole mountains and everything and that some bitch was 240 the whole time and it survived and i'm like well if yeah. it can do it we'll be just fine and it will it really those motors are amazing the ls platform is just yeah, it's yeah. badass it can handle and so much abuse we did what you needed to do too every yes. single day adam changed the oil when yep. we got to the track after that oil had been beat to crap through all those heat cycles yep. he would change the oil so yep. i think when i did when i did that with the malibus the last i never changed the oil i just you know <laughs> i didn't give a shit so when we got to the last day, you know, my last pass, it locked up the motor. You know, the bearings were just beat to crap because yeah. they had it had oil, it had water oil, and it basically yeah. it was just <laughs> it was there was nothing left of it. Yeah. So he, I think he, we it, learned from that and, for sure because that that is a problem that guys will run into with SBE motors, of course. And we've had guys say the same thing, like, man, it did really good. By the end of the week, though, the thing had no more oil pressure because you just yeah. when it get when things do, even if they run somewhat normal engine temps, if you drive for you drive for five hours or something like that constant, things just get warm. They get heat soaked. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we the oil pressure for us, I mean, we were extremely high temperatures, but we would drop down to like 15 PSI where normally we'd be at 30 at idle. So it would drop down to, to 15 and stuff, yeah. which is just crazy. Um, but that's the Schaefer's oil stuff worked great for us because mm-hmm. as soon as we would slow down, it would it would cool down. Oil pressure would start to come back, which was really that was it was yeah. awesome to see that. Most oils don't do that, right? Exactly, and and I think that stuff being a really good quality product helped keep the motor alive. Also, I mean, because it was already like a hundred and fifty thousand mile motor to begin with, so yeah. it, she was yeah. already broke in pretty good. And um, yeah, changing every time was just insurance. And we're not honestly normally used to winning these kind of races too much. We normally are either tearing our stuff down like the whole way to where we just want to make it yeah we just want to survive so this time we were actually doing like we were in the running we were doing very well so the mindset changed a little bit where okay now we've got to do anything we can do make sure we make it exactly can actually make a pass yep exactly we wanted to do a good pass and survive so we got a little more cautious and did some more things than we probably normally would do we don't give a shit yeah right so so that's that's one other point. Hang on. Let me let me mute you guys. So that's one other point too, because um, you know, there's a lot of guys that will just hang one out. They're just gonna cram all the boosts it'll take, all that kind of stuff in SB setup. But and then they may race three times in a three-month period where, like, you know, you're literally hanging it out every day, driving 200 plus miles, you know, the next day. So it's gotta make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I mean 
We play, we were racing the weekend after we got back also. So, like, we plan on racing when we got back. It's, and I wanted to make sure it lived because, I, I mean, if it wasn't going to live, that means I wasn't racing the next week, and that yeah. just sucks. So I was like – I brought 10 sets of plugs with me. I mean, we were turning it up the whole time. Yep. We'd never been on a sticky surface with the truck yet, and we hadn't been on a 26 tire with it at all. It had never been on a radial or a prep track. Right, yep. So wow. we had no testing for it. So the first day we only got two passes, and we learned a little bit, but – that's really what hurt us from probably becoming first place or doing a little bit yeah. better. That first day, our 580 just killed our average. But it happens to a lot of people, though. Oh, for sure. That's mm -hmm. why the first day is honestly the most important. And if you're smart and not like us, you come 100% tested and prepared. Because yeah. if you can come out there and make a perfect pass on the rip, you are so, so far ahead of everybody else. And you mm -hmm. kind of put pressure on them if you can come out and do really well on day one because it kind of sets a precedent and you're not like trying to play catch up all week, which is what we were kind of doing. And um, we, you know, we had to, that little motor. We have to push it really hard. So as the week went on, I mean, I was turning the boost up as much as we could um, every day and putting a little more timing in it every day as I check plugs on our passes. And we pretty much ran like 32 to 34 pounds on it all week. With a bunch of timing. We and were making five. I mean, one day I think we made five or six hits. Yeah, we there's a lot of passes yeah. on. We on made the maximum amount of hits you could possibly make during a week. We made them every single day. Yeah, we were we were always the last one down the track almost. And, yeah. I, and I think that's just how we operate, to be honest, too, is we could have went out there and ran. It wouldn't matter. We could have went a 5-0 the first pass. And we were going to try to get a 499. That's just how we are. So yeah. we're we're always yeah. whenever we test, it's all the way till they take us off the track. Yep. So we can That's we always awesome. think we can do better. So we're always going to try to make little changes every time and get faster. We're never really content with whatever it does the time before. Right. Let's uh, let's jump into some comments here. So Anthony says that last day was murder. We couldn't yeah. even touch we couldn't even touch the roll cage in the truck because it was so hot. Yep. So 100%. you know. One, you have the super hot piping, intercooler piping, and now the hot cage. Like, yep, the, yeah, the cage, the floors, the doors, every single you couldn't touch anything. Yeah, I put some like DEI wrap around the intercooler pipe, and that helped because at least you could kind of put your arm on it. But it is, it's crazy. I don't think a lot of people realize how hot an inner two or intercooler pipe yeah. gets. The pre, the pre intercooler temps are way over three hundred if you're on a pass. Yep. Yeah. When that thing That's makes a pass, crazy. you cannot touch that top, that tube after a hit or you'll burn your hand off. Wow, that's <laughs> nuts. That is I've done it. It sucks. <laughs> you got no hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brian Duke says that drive from Denver to Kearney was the worst day. The truck I rode in was slow roasting us the whole day. Uh, he said we stopped in one little town and seen an old guy doing yard work. Uh, sprayed us down with the garden hose. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, if he sprayed us, it would have just went. Psh, yeah, right? that you know what's crazy for us. That was the it's the longest day of the whole thing, but it was the easiest day because we like took advantage of the mountains and I coasted like the whole way down that thing. Yep. We oh, were just cool. cruising in it. So it stayed really cool that day for us in the truck. The engine temps were our cool. Because we day. just put it in neutral and yeah. just coasted. Just like, cruised down the mountain the whole time. So what did, what did Eric call hyper, hyper mileage? Yeah, hyper mileaging. Eric hyper called mileage. us hyper yeah. mileaging this whole floor in the neutral. Get. Yeah. So we, floor, we floored floor it. Neutral. Yeah, we floored it in neutral the hell out of it that yeah. whole day. I'm man. surprised the tranny lived. I mean, that thing was like, oh, just yeah. literally shifting it back and forth every five seconds. Dude, I'm telling you, I called Rodney at RPM. He called me after we got back, and I told him, I was like, dude, you did a great job on this trans because 
I'm telling you, like, I, I stopped looking at the temp gauge, but it was always like 220 to 250. And it was like, whatever, man, we're going to keep rolling. And it never missed a lick. And fingers crossed it's still holding good. And and uh, it worked really well, even against what, uh, all odds. What trans you guys have in the truck? It has a turbo 400, um, oh, cool. that yeah, RPM transmission build. It's, it's pretty much like everything you can do. I mean, it's got 300 M shafts all the way around billet drums, 38 element, super sprag. Um, it's got a second gear leave, first gear leave, um, billet valve body in it. It's a reed case situation. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a very well-built transmission. I think that kind of the deal that kind of shows you, if you take one and you do really build it well and you put the right parts in it, they can take a lot of abuse yeah. and just keep on rolling. That's for sure. Cause you know, especially in elevation, the, the, anybody that was there, the truck didn't exactly come up <laughs> on the boost quick. It was no Malibu's 32nd weight, but yeah. there was plenty of times where it was 10, 15, 20, 20 seconds. seconds. A Most couple of the times. time, if I push the trans brake in and my foot's to the floor, I'm not letting off the trans brake until <laughs> I have an adequate amount of boost. And I don't care how long it takes. Or it melts down. Yeah. yeah. And luckily it did melt down, which was yeah. amazing. Cause yeah, same deal. That's just how. Really super happy with how the truck did, considering that we just abused the hell out of it in every way that it wasn't made to do, and it still kept going. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. Dirty Panda says uh, he's on the road for ICC supplies. I don't know what that means. Uh, but just ice cream cruise. Oh, he is. Yeah, uh, ice cream cruise. Yep. I think. Yep. I, I, yeah, wish, yeah. I wish I was in town because we would be uh, trying to make the trip up there. But as you can see, I'm in the vacation rental right now we're oh yeah yeah the family went down to the beach earlier i'm like i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna drink beers and then i'm gonna go boogie board oh <laughs> yeah yep uh jared klausner says i don't think any of us really were really a hundred percent prepared for that first day especially with only getting two runs yeah 100 it's really yeah. tough it's really tough because you just and sometimes normally you get more but if you kind of go there expecting to get more and then yeah. when you don't, it, it really it hurts you. But, hey, for the guys that went out there and were ready and had their act together, man, yep. that's part of why you prep early. And it's why you have your act together when you get there because you don't know what can happen. And, you know, the more prepared you are when you get out there, you're definitely in a better situation. And we're always living on hopes and dreams around here. So <laughs> it was we're no, getting better being prepared. Right. We're more prepared this time than we were oh, last 100%. <laughs> you know, you would think after we've probably done – man, we've done three or four of these. We've done like four drag weeks. I mean, after eight of these events, you think we'd have it, was, it all It was only out, my but, second run. Yeah, it was my uh, – I think it was my third. So we've done, yeah, seven or eight uh, these type of events and and you thought we'd have it all figured out. And every time you go, you kind of realize, damn, I should have brought that or I need to yeah. do this for next time. And um, that's kind of always part of that learning curve of it. Well, and like for us for 2.0 last year, we didn't take a, a trailer. And we were like, oh, it'll be great. The cart's easy. Throw stuff in and out of. Hell no. We're building a trailer this year. Like, screw <laughs> that. Oh, no. dude. And if if I had if we had vented rotors and stuff on the truck, we would I would have dragged a trailer all day long. Um, we have multiple drag week trailers from all the stuff we've done, and but we they don't have brakes, and the truck only has drag race brakes. So yep. you know, getting uh, pushed down the mountain by that big trailer didn't sound too much fun. So uh, we kind of just had to do the rack, but the trailer can be way easier at the end of the day. And we're, I'm like an, I'm like a hoarder overpacker anyway. So we bring all the stuff we really don't need. Exactly. You never know. It ends up whatever you don't bring, you need, whatever you yeah. brought, you don't ever use. But yep. if I have a big trailer, I fill that bitch to the brim. 
right? And then you're dragging like twenty five hundred pounds. Yeah, and you got to unpack it all to get to the one thing right, you need. Exactly, the stuff you do use all the way at the front. So those guys, that's what's really neat to see. The guys that build their own trailers, it's really cool because they they normally make them so that you don't have those difficulties. You can get to anything anywhere in the trailer at all times because yeah, you unpack one two or three times uh, a day. Sometimes yeah. it sucks over like, it. Yes, yep. you know, things start out really nice and organized and neat, and then by the end you're just like, ah, get in there! I don't give a crap. Just fall <laughs> yep. in there and let's Ready roll out. Done. Yes, we, over. We realized we realized we were making passes the last two days and had the uh, canopy, just the you know the carrier it comes in or whatever the little zipper thing. Yeah. it was just in the trunk of the cart. We're just making passes. We're not fast <laughs> enough for it to fly out, but right. I mean, like it was still there, you know. <laughs> oh, like, fuck it, let's go. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. It's it's brutal packing and unpacking. It is. We had a go ahead. I had a case in a drag week deal probably like <laughs> three years ago. We after we tore up a motor in the Malibu, so we were hustling back to the next stop. Same and, yeah, and we were going down. I think it was Highway 55. Like it's busy, like three or four lanes. Middle and, rush hour. Yeah, middle rush hour in my trailer. I see in my mirrors like the door swing open. I'm like, oh, oh shit, dude! Yard sale right onto the highway. <laughs> All of our shit just fell out the back. Yep. We had to pull over. I told my son, "Don't get out of the car." And my co-pilot, uh, Bean, was with me, and we just like played frog or run out there. And my clothes and stuff were all in the car, but man, his were out there in his bag, oh. just like RVs running it over and stuff. Oh, it was kind of it kind of sucked. So yeah. make sure you lock them doors good. Yeah, yeah, that that's but that dude, that's what happens when you leave a track at midnight after being on the road all day. You know, yeah, you're gonna miss it. It wears you out. That's that's the thing. Like I think rookies or guys that are new to it too don't realize, or you I always try to tell them everything's really good by Wednesday. You probably hate your co-pilot, you probably hate <laughs> everybody with you. Now by Friday, you're all good against you made it. Yeah, but that yep. middle of the week, that'll test a friendship. Especially if you had issues. Yes. Any relationship, yep. man, that will really put yep. you to the test because when you're not used to that kind of grind and the constant, you know, you can't just stop. You're always yep. going. So when you have problems, uh stopping's not, you know, it's yep. not gonna happen. So you yep. have to just keep grinding at it. Every every race week or drag week we've done has been with I had my own car, he had his own car, we had our own co-pilots. Luckily. Uh, Mike Pryka went with me and my buddy Wesley Butler went with me and we get along great. Everything was good. I drove the whole time pretty much and did everything. They obviously they helped a lot, but like, you know, you're usually the driver and the crew chief. Well, now we got both of us yeah. that are both drivers and both crew chiefs. And we're, all, we, we're really good at arguing. Like we can argue <laughs> for 50 minutes straight when uh, we only needed, there's only one question, one answer. We yeah. both know nice. one of us is right. We won't give it up. So yeah, we're good at arguing, but, that's the other thing. We're still, we're good at arguing. So we can argue, get over it and keep moving on. Some people, when you're with yeah. somebody you don't really know, you get an argument and then it's just awkward the rest of the time. Like yeah. we yeah. can scream, we can be yelling at each other. And then five minutes later, like, all right, yeah. what, what are we going to eat tonight? You know, yep. <laughs> where are well, we going and, for food? And that's the other thing I was going to ask too. So like, you know, it's, it's kind of, you guys work together, you're close. <clears throat> Obviously you, you spend 60, 70, 80 hours a week together. Now you're in a, hot car in like the middle of nowhere it the temp it's 240 degrees uh the engine blocks 240 degrees so whoever's driving yeah. point is is a little panic you know what i mean it's like the anxiety has yeah. set in like 
you probably <laughs> almost needed your buddy in the car because if there had been some dumbass in the seat next to you that yeah. was like, what oh. do we do now? What do we do now? What's the temp at now? Like you'd have killed him. But yeah, like, no, hundred percent. We still had our moments. I oh, mean, yeah. I'm like, dude, why aren't you putting in a neutral? Right. It's, <laughs> it's hot. Stop. And he's like, I'm trying. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I mean, the hybrid mileage thing was great in the mountains because it was a lot, you know, it was easier. On the flatlands, it sucks. It sucks because, work. like, it's a full time job. You're it like really flooring is. it neutral, flooring yeah. it neutral. And I'm he like, drove the whole time. I never drove. Right. I drove, All I had to do was hold the steering wheel at the racetrack. Yeah, right. So we kind of, which I was, that was more so I could make sure the truck stayed together because <laughs> I was going to really try to be on. But, you know, the prop, what was worrying me on the hybrid mileage thing, and we're sitting here arguing about it at the time and stuff was, it didn't have any freaking oil pressure. So I'm having to floor it. We ain't got any oil pressure. We're getting into boost, no oil pressure. And then I was just. You put in neutral, the RPM comes down, then the RPM, the oil pressure goes right to nothing, right? On. So oh. there was a couple of, I was like, you know, we argued about it and we're fighting. And then I'm like, I'm not doing it. And then like 10 minutes later, I'm doing it again. But, <laughs> you know, we're freaking hypermodulating again. But it just. That's just part. It it, uh, it was yeah. it was really rough, but you get you just get over it and you move on and um, just turn the music up. Yeah, right, yep. right. Yep. It's not. You're like it's just one of those this, deals. We need this thing to go to eleven instead of ten. Like I, I'm I'm tired of yep. just almost <laughs> just hearing the some audio. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. So I was I was going to talk about that too because like, it, but you said in the truck it was pretty quiet. So like in the car, it, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, in, I wrote in Jonathan Stonecipher's gas chamber Nova, which is like, at that point was a big inch LS in a car, like with a carb oh, on it, you know? So like, yeah. I mean, and y'all like it was loud, loud. So you couldn't hear anything, you know? So I, I was thinking headsets would be awesome for his car. Cause you could probably actually hear at the end of the day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and I almost bought headsets for us. I did. I, <laughs> I bought like so. Basically, I he bought Bluetooth earpieces. I'm like, you can't hear jack squat out of these. Uh, I wanted to do the headphones, but I also thought, man, if we're in the car that long and we have to talk to each other, like we're gonna, he's gonna get tired of hearing me talk to him sometimes. So yep. it was All best. Uh, it was best that we didn't do that. But and luckily, it was not so loud. But. That, you know, we'd have conversations. There's plenty of what, huh? Yeah, by the end of the day, you're going, oh, oh, you know, your head's just ringing. Yeah. Even though it's not that loud on there, it's just there's a lot of droning still. Yep. Yeah, you're still cruising down the road. You always got the window down because you got to yeah. try to stay cool. So there's always just the, the breeze and just kind of an always a background noise, right? Yep, yep, yep. That's, That's crazy. Sure. And, and what's funny is like, you, you know, Literally, so people think 200 miles, oh, hell, that's four hours of driving or five hours of driving. It's not. It's leave at 7 a.m. and you're not to the track till 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Exactly. Because, like, a gas station stop can be an hour. Yeah. (laughs) And we're used to normally, when we've always been on these in the past, we've had a minimum of two other cars with us. Normally, we've we've had up to, like, six or seven that's been in our group. So when you have that many cars – it does turn into a major ordeal. Like every yeah. gas station stop is like an hour. Yeah. Yep. And then when you don't realize that you have to make three or four gas station stops, it just doubled the travel time. So <laughs> there, it's kind of like a double-edged sword with that because part of the fun of this event is hanging out with your buddies and doing race yep. car stuff. But this, the side effect of it is it kind of takes oh. you a lot longer to get there. And especially if you're kind of the asshole that is slowing everybody down Calls anyways. Right. Then that only makes it worse. Yep. For yeah. sure. All right. Well, let's get let's get into some of that stuff. I, f- I feel like we've uh, we've talked 
kind of truck stuff. Uh, how many drag and drive events have you guys done so far, and which has been your favorite? I've done five. I think I've done. I think I've done seven. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. race week is definitely my favorite. Yeah, there's drag a- week. When I first did drag week, it was like. It was like your first time going to like Hollywood or something or seeing like your favorite like actor or singer or whatever. You're just like starstruck by all the people there and you met all these people that you never thought you'd meet. And you got you actually did it in your own car, which everybody thought I was crazy, which I was because my car was a total heap. But like (laughs) we did it and then we did it the next year and it was it was just as awesome the next year. And like the next year we did it it was like, okay, more rules and more money and they let more people in. So you get less time for tech and less time for testing. And then like, it's just like, you kind of, it kind of just felt like you become a number. Well, then I go to race week and it's like June and Matt both know your name and they're handing you water and making sure you got everything you need and helping you, giving you tools, making sure you guys Mm -hmm. are okay. And it's like, it feels more like what I always thought kind of drag week would be is basically what race week is. It's more like a family thing with all your buddies yeah. And there's there's a lot more competition and there's cash payouts also. Which doesn't hurt. Yeah, it gives yeah. some gas money home. And yep. yeah, I mean I've done seven of them, three Rocky Mountains, four drag weeks. And like I think for me, every one of them had something that was some of the favorite or something that like was memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the years on drag week, we put three motors in Nick's car. Like <laughs> that kind of sucked, but at the same time, that was oh, yeah. that was the fun of it too, you know. Yep. Like if you just if you just went and didn't do anything but drive and you made it and you didn't have any problems, you, I feel like you didn't really get the experience. Honestly, yeah. like it's not nearly yeah. as fun. If you there's if beauty in the struggle, there is right. There's a ton of beauty in struggle, and there's a lot of of satisfaction when you do have struggles. That you know what I I beat that struggle's ass and I still yeah. made it. And yeah. there there's a lot of pride in that. So that's always a fun part of it. And so, you know, I went one year, the first year I did Rocky Mountain, we took my family and my wife's challenger. And that was like easy peasy, you know, we, yep. and it was cool. And I actually enjoyed that one because since I wasn't in a race car, I, we got to kind of see everything. And yep. I've never been, I'd never been out West. So like, that was a cool, cause we got to see, I did all the sightseeing I wanted to do. And then now when I went back the following two years, um, the one after me and my son drove my car out there. And had a few struggles out there and then blew the motor up while we were out there and got lucky and Chip gave us a ride back home. So it was kind of its own deal. And um, But going and seeing the sights and then being able to actually race car later, because when you're really trying to win and get after it, you don't get to yeah. see stuff like you do. You're not paying attention to the, yeah. the scenery. Dude, you're just driving and you're like, how do I get A to B the fastest I can? I don't necessarily yep. care what's out there. So yep. um, how can how can I get this? Uh, thermostat to read 220 yes yeah. dude there's a we added another water pump we added freaking air ducting from the roof to the the radiator like we did everything we, we tried running different size yes. lines we put springs in the lines we we literally have two of the best electric water pumps you can buy on the truck and it still runs hot everything but, we did made it a little worse yeah which is what is really messed up every like and i was super optimistic till the end every time we did something i'm like oh dude this is gonna take this care was of it that We're was fine. it oh my god we're fine it's it gonna be great. okay and it was worse then Never. okay by the seventh thing we tried i'm like yeah. Oh, dude, I don't think it's going to be better. Screw it. And <laughs> it yeah, just wasn't. Whatever. We just lived with it. We just drove That's 40 funny. mile an hour for 100 miles and had everybody yep. pissed off behind us and screw it. But we just got to survive. I, I didn't 
for there was a there was some time during the last day when it was 107 and we're driving. I didn't think we were going to make it because I'm just like, how 40 mile an hour and we're 240 on the temp gauge. We're never going to get there. And, yeah. and it's steadily climbing. Yeah, right. It yeah. wasn't like it would even hold there. If I started to go faster, it would just keep on going. So I'd have to slow down even more and we'd have to stop more often, like every half an hour. And we pulled the hood off the thing. That was the thing, too. Like, I will pull the hood off. That'll probably help. Mm, nope. Didn't even like <laughs> didn't even go down one degree. No. You would think that would have done it. Like I had, I put a diaper on it for the whole week. Cause I, I knew we were going to get after it. And if it blew up, I didn't want to be that guy again this time to oil the track down. <laughs> Plus it really makes a mess for the whole truck anyways. But, um, so we, we, we drove on that for like the first two days. And I'm thinking by the third day, I'm like, Oh dude, that, that diaper is the whole problem. Like we're heating the oil up and it's heating the water up. I'll pull this off. We'll be good to go. Didn't no, make a difference. No. Went hotter. Man, how do you take the diaper off the Every motor day. and it runs hotter? hotter? Yeah, just nothing made it. So we really haven't messed with trying to make it cooler yet or like figured out what the problem is. Because if you're not driving on the highway for 15 or 30 miles, it never gets above 160. But it's yeah. just that. You can't even get the thing to get warm. Right, right. I have to let it, it warm up. Warm. Yes, exactly. So it's, it's really We've crazy. got the worst of both worlds right now. Yeah, nice. yeah. Nice. Can't get it warm. Can't keep it cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's hilarious um all right so let's let's get into some 1.0 stuff um favorite day of the week mm, man. mine was mine was definitely the the denver to kearney trip just because i like the mountains like that Whatever day cool. it was, we got back to that one hotel when everybody when we drank a bunch of beer. That oh, was my that favorite. was that was definitely yeah. We seen Eric. Day. Where were we at there? No, oh, man, I don't know because we got there. We got to a hotel early once, which we're not totally used to. Because it like, was a drive day, so it was it still was, light out. So it oh, was, it was when we were at Pueblo. We we ran a five forty two, which we didn't even know. We didn't even think the truck could go that fast, but we got the five forty two, and it was doing great. The next day was a drive day, yep. and it did okay during the drive day. And we got to the hotel early, and we drank beer, and we got Taco Bell. It was awesome. So that that definitely was my favorite because we were on a <laughs> high. You know, it was the middle of yeah. the week. We just made the fastest the fastest pass anybody in the class had made all yeah, week. Right, exactly. We made the drive. We got to the hotel. We're gonna get sleep tonight. Like I was, I was on cloud nine. Yeah. A Anthony says uh, that hotel that the front desk front desk guy bought us beer was Dude. awesome. Yeah, Dude, that, was. that was that's the that best. Was that was the that was the Pueblo night. That was that one. No, wasn't was it? Yeah, yeah, because we had to go up through the mountains to get over. Okay, the yeah, yeah, it was. Pueblo. That was yeah. So the next day was when I was talking about the other yes, hotel. yeah, correct. But yeah, the night of Pueblo, the Anthony called ahead to the the hotel manager, told him what was going on, and the hotel manager's like, "I've been watching Cletus's videos all week, and I'm watching a live feed now." And he's like, "Oh, well, we're driving this and this." That guy had us, he had us under the awning of the hotel, had spots, spots marked and a whole case of beer and whiskey waiting yeah. for us when we got there. Dude, he was awesome. He, he, loved said, it. he said, I got my gun inside. Nobody's touching your stuff. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm staying up all night long. Dude, he was cool as hell. Yeah, was hilarious. So one thing we did different this year than we had at any of the others, we did not plan any single hotel stay because you never hardly make it right it, it never failed every year we did it we end up double paying at least one night because you just yep. didn't make it to that hotel so this time it was like you know what there's only really you know it was just us two and then you know anthony and eric and them too so we had only a few cars and 
we got really lucky the first two nights or whatever. Anthony and them offered it up the rooms they already had reserved, which was badass. Very nice yep. of them to let us in. And yep. for the other nights, we kind of just won it. So, yeah, that was one of those nights where it was like, oh, shit, you know what? There's not a single hotel anywhere around. Like, this dude had, like, the last two rooms. And he was super awesome from the saving for us. So, I think that whole strategy worked. Um, yeah. just, we needed to start looking a little earlier in the day yeah. would have been better. But one he, time we booked two rooms, we got there. They were like, Oh yeah. yeah well, hotels.com overbooked us. So you don't have any rooms. Yeah. And that was a call rough. hotels.com. They're like, well, your rooms are non-refundable. There aren't any rooms. What do you mean? Yeah. We didn't get one. Yeah. That was a, that was a rough one there. That was in, that was after Denver that night. We, Man, yeah. Yeah. And we, it was like 2 AM. Yeah. Still didn't have a hotel. No sleep. It was a bad day. That was a rough one. Yeah. That's, that's when some dudes getting yelled at big time. Oh, oh, it was not. It was not a good site. Yeah. <laughs> then we and found then, the only hotel that had rooms was yeah. the most expensive hotel. Yes, there. and we oh, got yeah. there. We got there, and Eric realized he forgot his bag outside the other hotel. Yeah, because oh. we we were sitting there waiting for them to figure out like, is there another close hotel? The hotel was kind of trying to help us. Eric was in there talking to him. Yeah. So yeah, it was like one o'clock in the morning. We're laying on the ground out underneath the awning of this hotel next to our rigs, and um, when we went to leave. Eric just forgot that he left his bag out there. So we get all the way to the other hotel and we're finally oh. ready. Like the lady was, she was a little different at that. She had a lot to say to us. So we had a, like a freaking 45 minute talking experience with her to yeah. even get the room. And we're just wanting to get a shower and go to bed. Yeah. And she had a lot to talk about. So by the time we got in there, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an hour and a half later and Eric realizes, dude, where's my suitcase? Like, I left it outside at the other hotel oh, yeah. and thank goodness it was still there. He went back and grabbed it, which was like a 20 minute drive. So that dude just, he got yeah. abused hard not, that night. Not to mention every hotel we went to, we had to find a emergency exit and find <laughs> uh, a back way in because I brought my dog with me. Yeah. So oh, we had yeah. grew and none of these hotels are pet friendly. A few of them were, but we didn't know. We didn't know yeah. at first. So oh, we, we got to pay extra for that or whatever. We're yeah, not paying extra. We so, in. Yeah, we got to find the the secret entrance and sneak the dog in and make him not make any noises. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. Yeah, you know? and when it's late at night, there wasn't like there's anybody else in oh. there. It was literally just us. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you're trying to sneak in. You're like dressing him up like Little Bear with a freaking rain suit on or some <laughs> shit, walking him in like it's our kid. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, Robert Scribe said he gave you guys a follow, so I thought I'd shout it out. Oh, again. oh thanks, it's, Robert. Uh, it's MAKTV on YouTube. Yeah. Gr yes, great sir. channel, guys. Um, I, I do want to have after race week, I want to have your editor on. I'd like to talk some in-depth stuff with them too. Oh so. yeah. Oh dude. He'd love that. Oh, He'll do gosh. that to you all day. Yeah, he, he's yeah. going to love He's it. an editing. He loves editing. Like we love doing race cars. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, it's really crazy. The, uh, God, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. The, you know, like you guys are really good at that. And when you can team up with somebody that's really good at video, Mm -hmm. it's really just, you know, you end up yeah. in the next level. It takes, it takes everybody to make it right. You yeah. know, yeah. like yeah. you got to have each piece of the pie to make, you yeah. know, the whole, the whole deal. Yeah. And he's really, he was a void we've been missing for a long time in what we've been doing. I mean, Nick and I, we've got some stories that are just ridiculous, but nobody, there's know, nobody, there there's no documentation. Right. Right. Yeah. And you, you, you can't do it all yourself. Like we've tried in the past. Oh. We tried to do it all. And yeah, dude, exactly. it, it either, either, just straight can't do it or what you do do isn't at the level yeah. where it needs you to kill be. yourself yep. just to yep. get a half-ass creation right exactly yes. Yes. yes so zach's been great because yeah. he filled that void for us and is a guy that really gets that stuff and he's he's got a great 
I for he's a car guy, you know. He's got a yeah. truck that he's building. Yep. He he's been in the racing his whole life, so he knows what to look for, and he knows. Oh, after this pass, I, he he will sprint back mm -hmm. to our pits, even if it's a mile. Oh, I wanted to get a genuine reaction from you guys after your pass because it could be a big win. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna die, dude. <laughs> and he did. He did that that night at. Um, yeah, he followed us all Rocky Mountain. Yeah, so the yep. night at Kearney, he got a genuine reaction because. We had struggled all day. The truck kept hitting like a cut for some reason. And we just, I mean, we could not figure it out. And, you know, we're trying to stay in third <laughs> place. And if we hadn't got a good pass, we just, we would have been in fifth. Yeah, we'd have been done. Like we couldn't have had another shitty pass and turned in. We would have never been to recover. And the um, GoPro from inside the truck was awesome. We, Cause I, we're, we're, we were arguing all day about it. And he's like, I'm not blowing this up, this and that. And, you know, and then we're in the truck and I'm like, we're getting one more pass. You know, if this is boost, guys, well, what do you want me to do? You want to blow it up? I'm like, it's either win or lose. He goes, all right, I'll, I'll go, go get the it. laptop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was like, we just both laughed afterwards. Like as soon as he goes, I'll go get the laptop. We just laugh. Like we knew it was going to happen. Right. But in the moment, it was like a very intense moment because we were we literally pulled back up there. You know, they, they were basically trying to shut the lanes off and we had, I mean, we didn't have anything. So we rolled it right back up in there and trying to get a tune in it that we think will fix the problem. Oh, and, and we found a boot. So we found a reference leak. So we fixed that. Yeah. So I'm like, it's definitely going to hit boost cut now. Yep. <laughs> so it was, uh, it's kind of neat when Zach's there to capture some of that yep. stuff because yep. it just, you know, documents some of the fun we had with it. Well, because here's what happens. So it either falls on Adam to hit record or Nick to hit record, and neither one of y'all are going to hit record because you're trying to no. figure it out. We're doing everything else. Like, you just can't do yeah, it yeah. all. Like, you know, we're just trying to focus on making the truck work, and we're doing whatever we got to do. And yeah. to, to do all the other stuff, too, it's just there's no yeah. way. And he's got five right. GoPros in five different spots, and he's got to have them all recording the whole time because they might yeah. miss something or they might catch it. So like then he's got to stay on top of top of SD cards and keeping stuff charged. Oh yeah, and, you know he was hauling around our our buddy Moon so Moon could help drive while he was editing. Yeah, and then he had, they had his son in the car. So like they're and both. The dog. Yeah, and That's the dog. Crazy. They had this rental car packed with the dog, his son, <laughs> two guys, and all of the camera equipment and their luggage for a whole week. Yeah, packed to the brim. And I'm yeah. not lying. She was full. The, the uh the editing on the road yeah, that's the pretty smart. I might have to do that this yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, he had Moo drive while he edited. Yeah, and then yeah. we got to the hotel, he would edit, and then the next day we'd have a video posted. Yeah, yeah. and so he's, we he's would, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was gonna say we wouldn't get to the hotel till midnight, and I'd edit and try and save and upload on a fucking seventy three dollar a night hotel. <laughs> <laughs> that Wi Fi ain't, ain't yeah. that good. No, exactly it, right. One one time I saw four hours to upload, and I was like, "There, I'm uh, not sleeping." I'm not, no, not going to happen. Yeah, so I would set my phone for like 20 minutes and I'd just like wake up and like restart the computer and like go back. To <laughs> oh, because oh, it stops uploading if it goes yep. to sleep. Oh, yep. that sucks. Dude. Yep. Yes. Oh, my God. We're so, yeah, we were very lucky to have Zach yeah. and those guys go and, and yeah, it helped document the whole process because. Yeah. Like <laughs> Zach would. So Zach would they would go way ahead of us. And, you know, Moon's not a camera guy, but he was that week. So. He would hop out. He'd have Moon grab a camera and say, go run up on this hill and video. You know, he'd hit record for him, go and hold the camera here. And then Zach yeah. would run up on this other hill, start his drone, and he'd get a drone video of us driving past him in the mountains. And it was just like the shots he got, you'd think we paid a million-dollar camera crew, but it's yeah. just 
Moo Moo and Zach out there. Yeah, <laughs> just doing great. Video cameras. And Zach's a big fan of a lot of YouTube channels anyway. So yeah. like, I think he, being a fan of that type of stuff, he just has such a great eye for what people want to see, yep. I yep. think. And and that's that's a big deal. He just has that right eye. He knows what guys want to watch and see. He's and, taking pictures all week, too. Yeah. Like he's got he's got photo albums and the daily videos. Yep. That's crazy. So, yeah. So, uh, on Facebook, because you guys are Mid-America Customs on Facebook. Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Type that up here. All right. So, um, let's move uh, to the next question while I type that out. How about favorite track? I like Pueblo the most. It's the really? hottest in Pueblo, but it, it hooked the best. Yeah, I guess it was probably the best. So Pueblo, though, is like it's a dusty mess. And Pueblo or the first track we were at. The first yeah. track we were at was Great Bend. Great. I I mean, I think I would I like say the layout of Great Bend. Yeah, I think I like Great Bend personally because the people the people at all the tracks were great, but Great Bend really has a city that really did like stand behind what they do. And oh yeah, the track. Yes, the place was packed. The layout is very cool. I like that. It was an old airstrip. It's definitely a very neat place to race at. Um, they all kind of have their unique thing. I, I, Kearney is really cool, too, because it's an older track. Always have a lot mm -hmm. of fun there. Yeah. The track owners are great people. They've always treated us very well. There's honestly no tracks I didn't like. Yeah, it was funny because the yeah. track manager there, when we rolled in in the truck, he's like, oh, man, I see your guys' channel. He was like, he's actually watched the channel. And he was kind of a fan, which was neat because yeah. we don't really, you know, we don't get that much so to go out of town and and have somebody, somebody we didn't know kansas right yeah recognize yeah. the, the truck or, yeah nebraska and recognize it and like like the work we do which was that was yeah. very cool very That's cool. cool it's always mm -hmm. awesome getting the uh oh man you guys have it i've been watching your channel forever That's yeah it's cool well you know we see a lot of things are just numbers these days so like you mm -hmm. you see oh well, we don't have this amount of subscribers or get this amount of views and you think we're not really doing anything well then we go to Kansas or Nebraska and our buddy, Sean, uh, bumper Wilson, he, he, he's a big, honestly, a big part of our business. We yep. work hand in hand with him all the time. And he goes, he takes his car to the, uh, car wash every day and, or every, every week. The, the guy that owns the car wash is there one week. He's like, so what do you do with this car? You know, I see you come in here every week. Obviously it's a race car. What do you do? He's like, Oh, well look up this YouTube channel. He goes back the next yeah. week and dude's like, I had no idea you guys do all this racing and the videos are so awesome. You know, yeah. let me give you free car washes. That's so great. Like yes. I'm going to tell my friends and then like people hit him up and they're like, we saw you guys tune the truck or a Mountain Dew on the dyno and we liked how you did it. So we're, we had uh, our buddy Andrew Blanton came from Missouri, yeah. brought his car all the way from Missouri just so him and Sean could tune it and help set it up just because he saw them on YouTube. Like, yeah. You don't understand yeah. the impact it has. Yep. Unless you really look at it. Yeah, you see some of those connections happen. You really didn't realize what were going to happen. Yep. 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 And I mean, like as far as you guys owning a business and and I want to have a business conversation after race week. Right. But <laughs> you guys um, like owning a business. I mean, it's just another channel for SEOs, you know, search engine stuff for people to find the other shop yep. that can do the level of stuff you can do and take their car to have it built or finished. You know, I think finish is probably a big thing for folks yeah. in the future. You know, people don't now, understand really. how yeah. much work there's, there's just as much, if not more work in finishing a car than there is oh, yeah. getting the chassis done. You know, yep. like somebody pays a big chunk of change to have a good chassis and you're like, okay, I got the big part of the way. You're like, no, bud, you're not even halfway there. Nickel yet, and dime stuff's coming. Yeah. Man. I mean, you yeah. can spend, you can spend two grand on fuel fittings. Yeah. Easy. Yep. yep. 
yeah, things are so much more, you know, every day they get a little more expensive too. And it, yeah. some of that stuff has really went through the roof recently. And, um, you know, and when you build a car for like this type of event, a drag and drive event, it inherently means you're going to spend a little bit of money because that's a grueling test on a car. Yeah. And there's yeah. a lot that goes into making one live and last. And until you do it and you've put them through it, you don't always know some of those things you need to deal with. Yeah. And yeah. We, we honestly run into that sometimes with customers because mm -hmm. we are the mechanics. So there are certain things we're like, Oh, we'll be good. Cause if it breaks, we'll fix it on the road. But then yeah. you get a customer car. You're like, I'm not going to guarantee anything. So we're going to buy the best parts yeah. and do it the right way and do it this way and make it nice. So it's going to last. And they're like, well, yeah. Oh, well, I saw you guys do this sometimes or right. whatever, or, you know, you swapped an engine in three hours on drag week. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. That's yeah. a way different deal than what we yeah. would do to your car. Cause we, yeah. you know, we're just making it live to get us through another day there. You know, your yeah. car, we make your car so that you never have to work on it. Cause you may not be able to do the same work we do. No. So it yeah. needs to last no matter what. And it's, it's really been good because those kind of events have allowed us to kind of focus on parts that will take a beating yep. and survive. Yeah. So it, it, we have some, when we build cars, a lot of times we build them around the parts that we've used in our own experience. Certain things work. we won't budge on. No, yeah, this is yep. gonna, it's getting this mm, fuel not, system's a big it. one with cars. Like, yeah. I, yeah. fuel system is is just as important as cooling system on drag weeks type cars, um, oh, yeah. for sure, especially out west where there's elevation and a lot of heat. Um, the tendency to want to vapor lock and stuff is a big deal. And guys that run big single pumps, man, it's it just is really a tough life out there. And you know, the year before last with, with Travis, our good friend, Travis Martin, and then Eric. Man, mm -hmm. me and Nick didn't have a single problem. Those guys were just fuel pump death every <laughs> – we were doing – they were doing to us what we did to, to Anthony this year. Like, we'd have to stop nice. every half an hour so they fuel cool pull down. Yes. Yep. And, you know, we ran – you know, our pumps that we ran in ours, we ran because they've always worked for us, and they're they're yep. very good for these type of events, and it keeps fuel cool and works, so – Yep. So, and I think that's probably one thing people don't understand and we'll move on to probably like we're getting deep here, but um, you know, like a big, like a 525 or 450 pump. Yes. It'll get you there. But like two, two fifty fives running one yes. during the day would be a lot better. A lot exactly. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. We 100%. run Holly dominator pumps and some people will cuss them and we've never had an issue with any of them. No. So. And we've used them since day one and, and we kind of seen it, back in the day when we started doing it on drag week, what you would see the first one I ever did in like 14, it was kind of like this weather. It was a hundred degrees out every day. And the guys that had the big a one thousands, the big magnet fuel stuff, they were on the side of the road, like two hours in because you couldn't touch a fuel tank. It was on fire. Yep. And so, yeah, we personally have used a lot of the Holly twin billet pumps because we can run one little pump all day, never gets the fuel too hot. And we need the second pump for boost just kicks her on with the output and yep. she's good to go. And we always try to kind of turn that on to our customers that are streetcar guys, or they're going to put a lot of miles on them because we know they last because we've, we've done the testing ourselves. Yeah. 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 And, and that's a big that's part a big of it. Part. I don't know why I get such a feedback from you on the, I think it's on the microphone there. All right. So let's talk uh, favorite we cars. Maybe we need to turn it down. Yeah. Let's turn. I didn't even think about having the speaker on, on this computer, maybe feedback. Yeah. I'm sure, it's a, I'm sure it's a little bit of feedback, but uh, how about favorite ca other cars, like favorite cars of other people? Um, Man, there's a lot. Uh, Ryan Saki's car. Yeah, very pretty. Yeah, first, very gen Camaro. Nice first gen Camaro. The Heap. I like like the Heap, the Jeep. Like It's not really my favorite 
truck, but like how consistent it was and how fast it is, like that made me like that truck. Like I don't really care about looks. Yeah. I care about fast. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. something that's consistently fast and that works good, like I'm a fan of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's so many badass cars on them. I mean, there's and they all have like there's maybe different ways that they're really badass, whether they're mm -hmm. really nice and have all these like cool features that make it really cool to drive around on the street because maybe they still got air conditioning, but they make 1500 horse or, you know, they, yeah, they still got an awesome radio in them, which is really cool for the drive um, or things that are just yeah straight out fast yeah. every day. And they may have no other amenities, but they're just raw and rowdy and nothing but oh. sound and fast. Those are badass. There's too. this blower Chevy too. And it would leave wheels up. Oh yeah. It would take to, it would go to the left one. and the dude would never lift. And he was just driving that thing all over the track. Yeah. It was like, I don't even like gassers. I'm like, yeah, I like that gasser. gasser. Yeah. I like it a lot. Cause it was fast. And that dude would, I'd like to shake his hand. That dude can drive. He was wheeling the shit out of it all week. Yep. That's, That's awesome. for sure. And what's crazy is like, you know, typically you would never meet that dude. You know, like yeah, exactly. you know, that, guy, yep. that guy may be from Colorado or whatever. Like, yep. you know, the making the trip to you guys or you guys making out there, it's not going to happen at, and unless at an event like this. So that's yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. And that's how I think these events for, for me, that's what brings me back to them. And I think it brings a lot of the guys back to the same deal is because then that's when you meet these same friends, you get once a year mm -hmm. to meet them. Yeah. You see yeah. them every year and you're used to doing that. And, it, and it's a camaraderie thing there. It's like PRI every year. It is one it's, big party. Yep. And, you know, yeah. and Facebook makes some of that stuff a little easier now, but you know, 10 years ago before there was that, this was kind of like the way you got to see all these dudes from far away. Yep. That's the only time you've seen them. And, yeah, and say, say we're racing in Kansas or we're racing. And I mean, we know a guy in Canada. What if we go racing in Canada or something? Yeah, we're like, yeah. dude, we need somewhere to stay. Like, Oh, well, we're, you know, these people from Rocky mountain, they're like, Oh, we got a spare bedroom. Use our shop. Like yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many people we know in so many different places now because of it just because yeah. of events like this yep yeah that's awesome. and you meet a lot of really cool people along the way that are just locals in all those little towns because all, all those little towns like what is really neat on the rocky mountain race week thing too is they really take you through some places that look yep. like they haven't changed since mm -hmm. the 50s yeah and it's i mean it's really awesome like i love all the nostalgic stuff and a lot of the people in those little towns will do anything to help you out like they'll give you the last you know sure off their back or whatever you want to yep. say and and you see, you meet so many great people along the way every time. Uh, it's it's so awesome. Yep, especially you, to figure like, out the people like that still exist. Because sometimes you watch <laughs> yeah. you watch the news, or you get drugged down with all the stuff that is on Facebook occasionally, and you forget there really are a lot of like great people still in the world and in these yep. little towns, especially that'll do anything for you. Yeah, and what's cool is like um, I, I think I was talking to uh, Eric about it too. Was like, how do you? Like, how do you make those little gas stations? That's the the dude that owns it, lives in it. Yeah. He's in it yeah. all day. How, how do you get that guy, you know, to know about race week is coming so he can do some kind of sign out front or lemonade stand yeah. or something to draw everybody in, you know, like, and yep. he'll yep. have the, the biggest day he's ever had. Plus a lot of times those guys in the small town, I mean, they're car guys, you know, their dad or uncle, mm -hmm. or they had something cool back in the day and, you know, these cars pulling through now have a thousand horsepower and air conditioning, you know, and laying 150 foot, 300 foot burnouts with the trailer on, you know, like <laughs> that's some shit those guys have never seen, you know, no, they would have never even dunked back in the day. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. could do that. And a lot of yeah. them, I don't think even realize, cause you always get that guy that comes up. 
oh man, I had one of these, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. just like it. Yeah. Had one just like it. It was, like, it, it was a little meaner though. It sounded a little healthier, but yours is all right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it was just yeah. like it, except yeah, it was cool. exactly the opposite. But all right, no problem, dude. It, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, get man. that? I always laugh when somebody says that. Yep. Every time nobody because... ever says that about the S10 though. Nobody's had a turbo on the roof. So. That well, that is true. <laughs> right. That is true. Or the the cart. That's what we get with the cart all the time. I always get why. I'm like, why the fuck not? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Do why this? not? Are you kidding me? Like, why, why wouldn't, wouldn't you? you? everything off that's hell awesome. yes so how about uh how about outside your group like a favorite person you met or a, a cool story of somebody that you know helped or whatever along the way this year let's see uh so there was a there was, was a great ben there was a girl in great ben she uh she said that i know she saw us the year before rocky mountain but she said that watching us on horsepower wars and then watching our YouTube channel, got her into cars and she had since bought like a, a VW beetle. Yeah. She had a Mustang. She had, a, yeah, she has a, like a 65 Mustang. She said she bought a VW beetle and wants to drag race and she's going to put a mod motor or a coyote swap in this VW beetle and oh is God. going to school to paint and some other stuff. And she's like, That's she said, awesome. you guys totally turned my world around. It was pretty cool. That's really neat. Yeah. yeah. To get people interested in cars is always awesome. Right. And what's, right. what's crazy is like you, you guys are just two dudes in Indiana. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like two, two not, idiots. Yeah, Indiana. right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but there, I mean, we put a turbo on the roof. Yeah. yeah. There's some girl watching us right now. She's like, those idiots. She's like, I'm, yeah. they're going to make me an idiot. Now I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the world would be a happier place if we we're all idiots. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> Race car idiots. That is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. How about, uh, a favorite gas station or restaurant stop? Any cool stories from those? Oh, uh, let's see. Um, I should have already thought of this ahead of time. I didn't know these were going to be questions. I That's wasn't okay. prepared. I, I, literally, <laughs> I literally sent these a week ago. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Did you really? This is how prepared no, we normally are. So we're on the spot. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I, I think that place we stopped that. Well, there was it was not open anymore, but there was an old gas station there that was closed down <laughs> where we had to fix a turbo drain on the truck. Yeah, we might have used some of their spare parts they had laying around. Right. We might have left them some spare parts. Might have left them a little bit of stuff and yeah, some that old was guy. Day, that right? was where there was an old guy that pulled up too. And oh my gosh. She's like, Y'all going to where? We're like Great Benny's like, it's that way. You're going you're not gonna make it. Yeah. And we're like Listen, we got directions. Like, mm -mm, you yep. ain't gonna make it, boys. No, he was dead set on. Like, he was mad. He at going, us. Yeah, he was. He was. Like, you ain't going the right way. You, you gotta yeah. be there by Don't three. Don't you go that way. Ain't gonna make it. Oh my and god. Then, oh yeah. And then there was another old dude that rolled through, and he was just had to see everything. And he was one of them that. Oh yeah, I used to have one of these back in the yeah. day. And <laughs> so they just all stopped. And we're here. We're you know, sometimes when that's happening and you're trying to get your stuff like get your shit back on the road. Yeah. It's a little frustrating in yeah. the heat of the moment Yeah, because you're just trying to get things working. It's like, all right, dude, I don't need to hear you tell me no. I'm not going to make it. I already feel like I'm not going to make it. I don't need you to reiterate <laughs> yeah. that. No, I wouldn't say that was my favorite because it was the last day and it was hell, but, and I won't say this is my favorite, but it is definitely the most interesting. We got, when we were at the hotel where the guy bought us the beer, there's a Burger King out front. We go to this Burger King for breakfast. This dude pulls up in like an old Dakota or something Parks in the middle of the parking lot, not a parking spot or anything. Gets out, no shirt on, nothing. Walks right in that place, grabs a cup, goes over to the freaking Coca-Cola machine, gets him a drink, 
and just walks right out, drinks it, <laughs> throws it on the ground, and then just goes out and sits in his truck. I'm like, is this dude gonna rob this place, or is he just oh like, does he just run this town? Yeah, and I'm like, oh <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ever. That's yeah. awesome. Can't even explain it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Ra- Randy Kane says, "Heck yeah, heap love." Oh yeah, yeah Randy's the. Uh, Randy, I feel like Randy could go a lot faster. He, I feel like he took it easy on us. Randy, he didn't even like he was trying yeah. hard. Randy also saved the day and gave me his. He contacted his tranny builder and gave me his old input shaft for a glide when I broke my input shaft in the Malibu the year before, so I could nice. keep going. So yeah, he uh, he's a great guy. Yeah, we were chasing him all week trying to get his ass. Yeah. That's I was awesome. secretly hoping Randy didn't make fast passes all week. No, nothing against Randy. <laughs> yeah. I think he could have went faster. Oh yeah, he was doing little like power wheelies, like dribbling yeah. the tire the whole pass. That thing is fast. Oh, yeah, it could. That's crazy. Hey, what's fast. the wheelbase on that thing, Randy? Tell us what's the wheelbase on that, because I, I can only can't imagine much. the sketch no. city of that thing, <laughs> dude. Exactly right. I mean, yeah. There's no margin for error. You turn a little too much, you're like spin yeah. out if you're lucky or you're into the wall. You got man. a little baby 235s on it. Yes. That That's thing, crazy. it makes steam too. It is yeah. it is an absolute animal. It is. Yeah. How about uh how about some roadside repairs? I mean, I know you guys have talked a little bit about extra electric water pumps and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, we so <laughs> this, the, 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 the wind the ducks, the air ducks was oh, our yeah. first the air uh, ducks was fun. attempted uh, solution to the cooling problems. We yeah. thought we just, with the radiator in the back, we thought we just had a dead air situation. So mm-hmm. we rolled into the old Home Depot, parked right in like the contractor area. I'm like, dude, it's hot out. We're going to park right in the, pulled up in the, con- they're like out there loading people's vans and shit in. I just yeah. roll in there. <laughs> and they're like looking at us like, what are what you guys are you doing? doing? They man? were duct taping the ducks yeah, we on just the roof. Stop right there, get in the shade. <laughs> and yeah, they went in and bought a bunch of stuff. But just like everywhere you go, you find out like everybody there loves cars. So just if you yep. think everybody's going to be mad at you because you have a loud, rowdy looking piece of junk, mm-hmm. they come out and they actually love cars and they like stuff that looks stupid even better. Yep. So we had, you know, <laughs> so we were great. They yeah, we loved were, us. Yeah, right. We looked stupid. Yeah. We were yeah. right on T right on key on yeah. that one. So we, there's a couple of the guys that came out and were looking at the truck and showing us what they had at home or whatever. And I'm like, we're good right here. Right. And they're like, Oh yeah, no problem. And, so you know, always roll into those deals thinking we're going to get ourselves in trouble, and most time all the people are just awesome. Yeah, the funniest I would say the funniest one was when we pulled over to the Auto Zone, and the guy as soon as we left, the guy had commented on our YouTube said, "You guys just came through my Auto Zone." Oh yeah. But we're out in the parking lot, and like we're trying to drain all the water because we're putting a, a spring in one of the the, the lines, and I was trying to like blow the water out. Well, it backfired on me. And I ended up getting a fire ho- fire hose straight to the face, basically of nice. hot antifreeze or water wetter slash hot water. It was, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. very refreshing. Yeah. Everybody yeah. should try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it needs to be at least two hundred and ten degrees. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I mean <laughs> yeah. that was a nice thing. Like when we did pull over, we'd let the. We I just let electric yeah. water pump and four thousand CFM of fans. Right, that so. thing would cool down to like a hundred degrees in fifteen minutes. It'd be down to yeah. nothing, and we'd start cruising again. So that was definitely just helpful. For some reason, once you get RPM in the thing, it's pissed it's off. No good. We had some That's crazy. Yeah, I know. It just I think we, we cut we cut the bed also and bent the bed down to try to scoop air in. Yeah, but apparently the the air coming off the road is obviously way hotter yeah. than the air that you're yeah. just. Even right. with both water pumps, there wasn't a lot of flow through the radiator. I think the radiator is probably our issue, but yeah. since it's kind of back to to race mode with the truck, and I don't no know issues. that we'll do any more this year. We just, yeah, it works good, and you know, I can drive yep. it in town all day. If I'm only doing 50 mile an hour, we can do that for days. 
Yep, but you try to go 60 for very long and it's pissed off for it's 30 like, miles. Nope. It's not happy. No, thanks. Sure. That's yep. funny. Uh, how'd you guys handle meals during the week? Do you, uh, do some <laughs> gas Taco Bell, you know, literally anything you could get. Sometimes yeah. they're like, are we stopping? We're like, no. Most time we just did. We're at a gas station. You just get what you get for you. Yeah. You get some corn. We get some corn nuts or something and snack on them, but we didn't eat a lot. Honestly, like, I think we both lost probably 10 pounds. Oh, for sure. Cause you're so freaking hot. The last thing you want to do is stuff yourself full of food. Yeah. And you're just trying to make it from a gas station. Be dangerous. Yeah. yeah. No, thanks. (laughs) Yes. And you know, if things all go well and you're on a decent schedule, like stopping for a good meal at places is awesome, but we are kind of always behind the gun. So yeah. we're just trying to make it. If we can get there, oh. then maybe we can order some pizza or get some Taco there, Bell. There was one place we stopped. Um, <laughs> okay, this is my favorite stop. I got it now. Um, <laughs> it started like it looked like it was going to tornado. So we pull over at this bank. Oh, yeah. This in this is, little man. town. This dude pulls up on a three-wheeler trike, but it's got like the back half of a buggy <laughs> with a BW engine in yes. it. And he's shifting gears, and the thing is stretched and like just – it is the craziest contraption I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And we're like, dude, it's going to storm. You know, we're, we're already running hot. We're, we're almost on schedule, probably yeah. quite a bit behind, but we're not, we're not dead in the water. So we need somewhere to eat. And he's like, Oh, go here. And what was it called? Like it was uh, a little uh, brewery, microbrewery brewery place in, I like, started with an S it was it was on our way to Kearney. So some little like town mechanical. there, the guy yeah. used to own a, an auto shop. So it yeah. was, uh, I'm sure other guys stopped there and we got cards and stickers. Even hell, I think there's a sticker on the truck. I forget the name. It was a really cool place though. Like the inside was it used to be like a dealership or something. It was this oh, big cool. corner building. Yeah, it had a bunch of like glass garage. Yeah, doors. it was awesome. And the food was very good and stuff. And so we we kind of hung out there for a while. That was the you know, we kind of decided we sat there long enough that we decided we weren't going that far. We're like we were gonna yeah. get a hotel right then. Jokes on us. Couldn't get a hotel for about two hours down the road. Yeah. Oh, we actually, I think we ended up driving an hour and a half to get a We ended yeah, up driving least. an hour and then a half hour out of the way just to get a hotel. Yeah, Damn. and that was when Anthony was having some issues. So we got some cool video of Anthony's car shooting fireballs. Yeah, the turbo just, just started going. Yeah, his turbo started to go out. It was and it the night just, before we got to Denver. It, it would just shoot Denver. some killer flames, man. Just, yeah. Uh, That's it was great. awesome. All right, yeah. hey. Uh, y'all talk amongst yourself. I've got to go pee, or we're gonna have a mess right here in this room. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'll be right back. Right. How do we see the comments? All right, That's Adam can talk story. to a rock. So let me talk. Oh, here I didn't even realize we could see these comments. Oh, okay, let's, so we got here. Gank the uh, Slurpee from BK. <laughs> what? Anthony was saying that dude ganked the Slurpee from BK. Yes, he did. Yep. Um, yeah, we we had a lot of McDoubles and McChickens, Anthony, didn't we? That was, uh, I guess, the one nice thing about having Zach and Mumu there, too, was they would go on food runs. So having somebody else that can go on some food runs is the shit. Um, let's see. I subbed. Moo and Zach were awesome. Don't lie. Mac TV on YouTube. Oh, thanks, Robert's Garage. Um, uh, Jer- oh, Jared Klauser. That's, his wife has the CTSV. We're going to do turbo. Oh, on. yeah. Badass. Very nice car. Love the oh, car. Oh, yeah. 19 seconds to build boost. <laughs> that was on a good day. There's Don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah, the turbo and the transmission were hating us, but okay, what else are you going to do? Um, I don't think you were all the way up. Was that not? Nope. That was all of them. Do you have questions for these guys? Oh. <laughs> I think that was him talking to us. Do for the win. 
Purple Caddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's their other yep, code, code name. Yep. Um, Brian Duke. What did he say? Oh, garden Yeah, he didn't hose. like that. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. We, we should have got a permanent garden hose. Yeah. The one uh, place we stopped out with the Sam Squinches out front, the dam. Uh, oh, yeah, the beef jerky that? place. Yeah. The, they had dog jerky, too. They had everything. Got some, got, uh, <clears throat> grew some dog jerky. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh. Thanks, Randy. We are too, man. We didn't think we were gonna make it for a minute. I was glad we survived. It kind of, I wish uh, uh it sucked that Boo kind of had some problems that last day too, because we would I mean, we would like to beat him yeah. when he was at his best too. But I guess that sometimes this kind of deal is just survival. So there he is. Survival of the fitness. Whew. Sorry survival of the fitness, Ricky. That was uh that was dangerous right there. I'm just telling y'all right now. <laughs> 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 that's a that is one Pretty tip i was so. thinking about while i was in there for four minutes i felt like was uh drink water all day like yeah. mountain dews drink that first thing in the morning but you need water and uh and gatorades after that so. you can have a dew in the morning at lunch and at dinner after, between there and after there all got to be water or gatorade yep. yep yeah yeah it's uh it's amazing the amount that you sweat just just in living during that week, you know, and we were in a, I mean, we were in an open car, you know, the cart has yes. no doors or we had a roof on it, but I mean, like just the wind blowing on you all day. Cause you know, your windows are down in the truck. You're just, you're not sweating, but yep. it's, it, you're sweating. It's just drying, you know? Yep. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, having a nice uh, cooler full of drinks is yes. definitely a good idea. Yep. Yeah, I can. Uh, that can make keep the, the beer cold. So as soon as you get to the hotel, you can crack a cold one. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, I think some of the guys with Doug may have been cracking the cold ones the whole time, but that's <laughs> yeah. either near or there, I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they just know how to do it the right way, I guess. That's funny. Uh, Jonathan Stone Cipher, the gas chamber Nova, we were talking about. He he was mm -hmm. Boo Quamso's co-pilot. Uh, he said he just wanted oh, okay. to tell you guys thanks for cheering Boo and I on. Uh, after you guys rolled by, he told me to drive it till the head gas gets melted. Hell <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, right. I mean, we we they were parked under the bridge, and I wanted to make sure. Like, I don't want to. I don't ever want to beat somebody because they're broke. And obviously, it was the beginning of the day. Like, we had time. Like, if they were stopped and going to fix it, we were going to pull over and help them fix it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But you know, he told us go on. Like, no, we're done. Go. Well, what you don't know is that Boo had made the call for somebody to go get a truck and trailer to pick them up. They they were oh no end, kidding. They were going to end it right oh. there, and that's a story he'll tell. Uh, he's going to be on next week. Okay, um, cool. That that's a story he'll tell. Uh, and him and I were having beers in his garage one night, and he was telling that story about you guys coming by, and you were like two ten. Hell, <laughs> we've been two forty <laughs> for forty miles. Yeah. <laughs> Just getting started, uh, bud. We roll out of the hotel at two ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and i mean really like that was the that was why they went on after that was because you that's guys awesome. had come by and y'all had that's been awesome. having heating issues and he was like screw it let's roll so yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, i so, mean you're yeah. already there right i mean that's the yeah. thing like why not just why not just keep going and, and sometimes it, that's what's always been good i think in the past at a lot of the events too where we've had more guys with us when you have a group of dudes and if you have the problem, you're always like the you're down, right? If it's your car and it's broke, you're like, man, this yeah. sucks. I'm done. Well, yeah. but if you got like five other dudes telling you, no, we're not done. If they're always pushing you, that's what keeps you going. Because it's real easy when it's just you and it's just your car to give up. And yeah. when you got the other guys pushing you hard and knowing that they're willing to help too, dude, yeah. that's what keeps you rolling every time. I mean, we've done it to each other in the past on our cars and, and the other guys in the groups too. Sometimes when <clears throat> like. 
it was funny because when I had all those motor issues, Adam was the only one like, no, we're fixing it. So then when his car blew up, I was just laughing. Because, like, <laughs> You know, the, ne the, the next time after all that had happened, I went over and I'm like, you know, we're changing this, right? Like, you want to let me, you want to let me just lay over. So, right. you know, you're yep. changing the motor tonight, right? He's like, <laughs> yep. I guess we are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And man, what's funny is, you know, like, here's what's crazy. I don't know how old you guys are. I'm 40, but me too. Yeah. When he looks, when I'm 40. Yeah. When we're Mine 60. 13. We're going to be those old bastards that are like at the gas station. Oh yeah. I put a turbo on LS motor back in the day. And yeah. these, kids, these kids in their Teslas are going to be like, whatever grandpa. Oh, see yeah. You. Cool story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see, man. Yeah, we used to swap motors on the side of the roads. You're like, Oh, we just charge ours up. You can't really. Like, hey, I hope I'm still, I hope I'm still buzzing by their asses. That turbo on the roof when I'm 60. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's I can't exactly get right. Electric stuff. Yeah. Every yeah. time he drives yeah. through town with the gap train, we get a, and Fort Wayne under Fort Wayne underground or two six zero underground, we get you on here, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> this guy was driving a truck with a turbo on the roof. What? Where's this oh, from? Yeah. Yeah, that see, was we, don't we, get, we got. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just say we, we don't ever get tagged in cool ones. We always get the bad drivers. Whatever city has this <laughs> bad drivers thing, it's like what idiot is this son of a bitch? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's one yeah. of the like the best part about the truck is when you drive around and it, we've seen it the whole week, right? I mean. Yep. It people you can't look at it and not smile. Yeah. So like it would just make we get so many people just like pull up next to us like what the hell? Yeah. Like yeah, man, they just loved it. Like what is going on? It's like they've never seen anything like it before. There was yeah. one guy who pulled up. We were, I mean, we were in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. He was driving alongside of us. He's like, I watch you guys on YouTube. We're like, <laughs> yeah, they loved what? it. It just it's yeah. it's just neat when it's something you drive that just makes people happy. So yeah. it's that's a lot of fun because you just kind of look at it. And it's so dumb looking at it it does make you laugh so it's always something that brings smile to most people's faces well and there's a ton of time now you, the truck is fast but like the cart i feel like shitty cars always make people go i can build that and they, oh, yeah. they really gives them hope yes it does it, it does 100 yeah. guy people can really relate with a piece of shit oh yeah well dude because <laughs> they think yeah. they because they, they can build it themselves it doesn't yeah you know it, yeah. it it's like everybody feels like they can build something that looks like that and i think that's why nick's malibu has always yeah. been a real favorite to a lot of people um and, and the same thing with the truck because the, the it, year after i did my first drag week i lived in indianapolis and everybody told me i was crazy for doing drag week well the year after everybody in indianapolis was going on drag week oh we're going we signed up we made it in just because they're like well, Nick did it. I mean, if Nick, if Nick's car can make it, yeah, for yeah. sure we can make it. Lo and behold, none of them really went or made it. Yeah. But yep. it's just the fact that they see a piece of junk. It yeah. doing what you're not supposed to do always makes people happy. Hundred percent. Or what oh, yeah. people say you can't do. It's just yep. defying odds is always more popular than just doing it the right way. Yeah. Well, and it's the and, fun and, of it too sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And I was just say in the documentation now, you know, like if you were ten years ago you know, YouTube wasn't what it was 10 years ago. Now yep. a lot of people have a channel, you know, so they document what they do. And the, the benefit to that is like, we'll have these videos forever. Like I'll be able to show my grandkids. Well, listen here, you little shit. I mean, I really, yeah. do. <laughs> you know? so, so what do you mean? You don't have like a 3d holograph that I can right. walk through and see it. What do you mean? Yeah. I can watch a video. This is ridiculous. And, yeah. and that is really awesome. And I think at least for me, sometimes things go so fast every day and we're so yep. used to having that now that we kind of take it for granted a little bit. Like yep. I don't always feel like I appreciate that we yep. have that stuff yep. right now because it, we're just doing it so much and we, we get 
we're honestly very lucky a lot of times and we've had a lot of great opportunities that not a lot of people get and when they're always happening so fast so it's yep. it's like everything in life what's next we're always worried about right. what's next where we're going we never next, take time to ready. appreciate what we've kind yeah. of just done and how lucky we were able to do it and i guess yeah. maybe years down the road when we're we're kind of slowing down a little bit maybe we'll be able to look back and yeah. check all this stuff out and really appreciate it then that we yeah. did some stuff that not everybody could do it's all a blessing yep. and a curse when you do when you first started doing stuff you do one big thing and you're like Oh my gosh, that was so awesome! And you sit there and you 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 yeah. look back and you yeah just you're all appreciate over it. it. And then like now we're trying to do everything we possibly can. So like once we do one thing, we're doing the next. We we might not realize how yeah. you know the impact it had or how awesome it was mm -hmm. or how fun how much fun we had because we're like we're having so much fun all the time. You just become numb to it. Right? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. It's it's crazy that life is as awesome as it really is. Yeah, you know the truck is on door slammers like. <laughs> that hasn't even sunk in really still yet. I mean, who are, if you're a little kid, what is your dream to have like a, something you own be on a video game or, yeah, or like right. a hot wheel or something. Right. It's just so unbelievable. Yeah. And we were really lucky enough to have that happen with the truck and it doesn't even sink in yet. Even that how neat of an opportunity and how very few people right. get that chance to have something they built be put yeah. in that kind of a position. Yeah. And the other side of that too is like, you know, you take the truck out of the mix, you guys build some badass stuff. I mean, no, it's for not, sure. Yeah. Like, it, it's not like you built one thing and it was cool and everybody loves it. I mean, it's like you guys build a ton of really neat stuff, you know? Yeah. We're trying, man. And, you know, yeah. Nick says that all the time. I, I'm very sentimental with cars and I get very hung up on them really quickly. And he's always trying to remind me, like, you know, people just like what we build. Yeah. It isn't yep. necessarily all about the car. The car is the result of what we build. They just yep. like our style of how we do stuff. Well, that's just like Adam is so passionate about cars, each car he loves. So he thinks, oh, that's that's the car. Well, no, it's like people love us. Like I can throw my car down the drain. People are still going to like me because I'm a good person and we do cool stuff. Like yep. they care about us. They don't like the car we make the cars cars don't make us right yep. there you go and and really a lot of times the cars are what brings folks in and then your personality is what keeps yeah oh well, yeah yep. i mean we could set a lamborghini outside and it'll attract this many people they come in and we're a piece of junk and nobody likes you and yep. they're gonna walk right back out the door yep 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 that's awesome um i i think that i mean basically my last question is like a like what's your go-to gas station food like if if you're if you need snacks for the road, I'm not talking about like fried burritos. I'm talking like what's between the seat and gap train. Welch's. <laughs> oh, he gets corn nuts. Dude. I get Welch's. Yeah. Corn or nuts. Sour gummy worms. Yeah. Hey, corn yeah. nuts or sunflower yeah. seeds too. I can chew on some sunflower yeah. seeds. Keep me awake forever. Yeah. Yep. The little Welch's like the gum, the Welch's gummies, not like Welch's grape oh. juice, but like the Welch's gummies or sour gummy worms. That's, that's my go-to or a bag of chips, any bag of chips. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, all right, what else you guys want to talk about? We've been on here an hour and a half. I know you guys. Got we can talk a lot. Yeah, right? we could literally talk all night. Man. That's <laughs> so, a, that's a, I, so, I think we, you know, for those that are watching that have, you know, subscribed to the channel and have been checking it out, we really appreciate everyone's yep. support. I mean, without everybody, you know, kind of doing that thing, it, we don't mm -hmm. grow, we don't get better, we don't keep pushing as hard. So, yeah, like people watching our videos and subscribing and buying our shirts and our hats and like. That stuff really helps us out a lot because that helps us. That's that's stuff that we can invest in other ways to keep doing yep. cool stuff yep. that we're not, you know, that's not it's not income from our work. It's it's just more money. It's that we grow, can, yeah, growing our name. Yeah, spreading yep. the word out there, and it's I, an investment for us, and it helps us grow. And it, yep. 
Yeah. I think most people that know us, especially if you know us on a personal level, you realize like this stuff for us, drag week, building cars, doing racing, it's not like the hobby. It's yeah. our life. Like this is what we do. This is yeah. all we do. <laughs> and this is all we've done for ever now, like yeah. seven I mean, years. Do we race almost every weekend? Awesome. We tear stuff up, we fix it. I mean, this is we're trying and there's some stuff we have going on too that we're trying to do stuff that hasn't been done before and we're trying to mm -hmm. produce it. So like that is my dream to actually like that has always been my dream to make something that better something like a lot of yep. people don't understand. It's really hard to do that. Yep. And we're, yeah. we're in the process of doing some of that stuff. And like, yeah, like he said, this is a lifestyle for us. Like it's just what we do. Yeah. We don't go on vacations. Our vacations. Rocky our race week. Called race <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It is. And our, we have, very, we're very lucky. We have great friends yeah. and my wife is like an angel. She puts up with this from me and has for a long years. And my kids love it too. And, um, yep. you know, they've really, I've kind of forced them into it, but they've went somewhat willingly <laughs> at this point. And, and when we go places and race, we try to, to bring everybody, the family always goes and all of our friends' yep. families always go. And it, so it turns into everything we do with race cars is about our families and having a good time together. And that's why it's easier to make it our life. Yep. Well, and you start looking at different locations, like one of the, you know, like, like, Oh man, we'll go to like, that's why I want to go to race week 1.0 is because like, I want to go to the Rockies. You know, my wife, yes, she's exactly like, right. She's a beach person, but like, I'm like, I really want to go out there and see all that stuff and, and drive cool yes. cars while I do it. You know? Yep. The beach, the beach is awesome. It's a great view and it is a great time, yeah. but also, you know, I never thought I'd go this far West. I went to the beach. My family always traveled yep. to the beach for vacation, but then you go to the Rockies <laughs> and you're like, this is amazing. You know, it like is, I yeah. totally, the first time I we went on Rocky mountain race week, I was like totally fanboying the mountains. Me too. Like I was like, I like I know the pictures look cool, but everything looks good in pictures, you know. Like, yeah. but then you see it, like you can't even fathom no. how awesome it is in a by looking at a picture. Like, it's ten right. times it doesn't better. do it. Justice. It really looks like a painting, but better. Like, yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. It is, yeah. and then when you get it, when you get to take your hot rod through there, like yeah. when yeah. cars mean so much to you, like at least they mean to me. Like taking my car and driving it through there is just that's awesome. It's an ultimate goal. Yeah, yeah, and that's what so. Um, Timmy Meehan, uh, Turbo Timmy, rode with me for a little bit for 2.0 last year, and he's just like showing me pictures the whole time. I'm like, dude, quit! You're killing me. You know, three. Yeah. I don't have three weeks of vacation. I can take you know to do 1.0 <laughs> family vacation and then 2.0. Um, yeah. Jared, Jared Klausner says personality and enthusiasm is why we're bringing them Sharon's car. And Thanks, then Red, Jared. Uh, Red Hat Scotty says uh, two of the realest dudes out there. Uh, love when I get to catch up with them dudes. Thanks, oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, he's an OG. He's seen us go through yeah, the worst dude. of the worst, and he has too, man. He's <laughs> yeah, hardcore. He's him and his dad, Sid, are just great people, and they do yep. all the like. Hell, he came out there this year, and he what didn't even have a car, yep. but he brought he yep. made a trophy for one of the classes, and and brought some spare parts. I think an O2 sensor and donated it. Um, yep. He's a, you know very big part of keeping this kind of racing going strong and that whole yep. camaraderie thing. Um, yep. Dude, he's great with it. Now he's just again, he's more of the great people you meet while doing it. Yeah. And what's funny is like, you would have never met that dude. You know what I mean? Like in exactly person, right. you know, yes. without, without a race week set up or drag week or whatever. Um, do you guys think like moving forward, like we'll see more endurance drag and drive type events? Um, well, you, know, you like, got the mid, you got the Midwest drags, you got right. drag weekend. There's, there's other people moving into it, but it's, I mean, you can ask anybody and I, we're, we're, we're event promoters and we put on races like, 
Yep. It's really, really, really hard, especially oh, yeah. to make a race yeah. and do good enough at doing the race that you can afford to do another one. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think some of the I saw posted at least some of the reason you were kind of doing these videos is to shed some really good light on this mm -hmm. race. Because at times there's negative stuff on Facebook comments and stuff. And yeah. I don't think people realize they have no idea, most of them, what it takes to put on a, a small event, let alone what it takes to do yeah. something like Rocky Mountain. Yeah. And, the, you know, whether they may make a little money at it, but, dude, sometimes it don't matter how much money you make. Mm -hmm. And when people do nothing but tear something down yeah, and – It's easier to throw it away. It is. And, it, yeah. and then everybody's going to be upset when this stuff goes away. And it's like – Nobody's perfect. No events perfect. And yeah. I, I for sure know, at least with Matt and June, if you, if there was a problem and there's something to be fixed, they'll listen to every yeah. bit of feedback you yeah. can get them, and they'll yeah. make it better. The thing is that nobody realizes that these people have not only spent all year putting this race together, but they are the first person at the racetrack. Yes. Mm -hmm. And when we're the last people there working on our junk, they're also the last people to roll out. Yep. Yeah. And they're yeah. still the first person the next day at the next yep. racetrack handing everything, making yep. sure you got what you need. Yep. Well, and, and they're and not racing. Challenge. They just got yeah. hand, they're just doing all the dirty work. They ain't even yep. getting a race. Yep. That's what I was going to say. And then Matt wants to race, has a fast ass car yep. and is like, I'm just going to put this on. Um, so uh, this will be the first time I'm going to say it in public, but I'm fixing to put on a huge 2026 uh, 100th anniversary route 66 cross country oh, I, i'm yeah. fixing to start figuring it out right so sign us up yeah we're in on our way down we're in yeah i'm in um so we, we've done a bunch of events in the past for charity right so i'm like i'm ready like a huge one week long all this kind of stuff across the country you oh, know yes. all that shit right so i'm talking to the wife on the way down she's number one team member right and so i'm like we need to start mapping out how many miles it is a day that you want to cover the hotel, you know, like a host hotel. And so you start kind of putting the math together, you know, these guys, they're working on 2022 stuff right now, like the tracks that they're going to do for 1.0 and emailing those owners. And, and, you know, like this year for 2.0, we'll go to uh, like arc city, Kansas or some Gudo Springs, Kansas It'll be the first time they've been there. So like, when you start looking at events and you guys have put on events, you know, like you call a race promoter and you're like, or a racetrack owner and you're like, Hey, I want to put on an event. Dude's like, Oh, whatever you and everybody else. Yeah. And then yeah. you're like, Hey, how much is it to rent the track? And he's like five grand. And you're like, Oh fuck. How do I come up yeah. with five grand? You know? Yes. And they want to deposit. Cause everybody, like you said, everybody and their brother's calling them. So if you want a date, you got to th put some money down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can't like, you got to have a date planned in february when the track is closed oh, yeah. and they're setting the yep. dates up you know so like all that kind of stuff goes into and so 2.0 last year you know matt threw that matt and june threw that together in like three weeks or i think yes. like three days they had several that's how badass they are up. yeah they're real yeah. i mean they are so good i mean yeah. before we went the first year um travis and amanda martin who's in our group and that goes they had been there the year before and she told me like look june will know your name by day one, like she'll yeah. call you by your name. I was like, ah, okay, probably will. No, dude, that's legit. Like yeah. she literally knows everybody's name yeah. after she day knew one. his name. And I had registered because I had a car I was going to take that I didn't get done. She's like, hey, I thought your friend Nick was going to be here. He re he's registered. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. like, how did she know that? Dude, I mean, their yeah. commitment to it's it is crazy. like, whether or not, and I do think that yeah. that's what separates Rocky Mountain from any of the others 
is yep. it's the only one that's not a corporate deal. It is two yep. people that love what they're doing and love doing this for people. And that's how it feels. It's a family deal. You're never a number. You're part of the family. And that's why yep. it's the best one, in my opinion. Family. Yep. I am yeah. like fast family. and furious. Family. Yeah. Family. <laughs> yeah. Nothing stronger than family. And that's why we always Nothing go. Oh, hey, by the way, here's my brother. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dude, the Denver yeah. trip for us is 21 hours. Like, God, and we man. do it because it's that it's it's great to be a part of that family and have fun. The first yeah. the, last year, the first time I did Rocky Mountain, uh, me and Prika stayed up till 3 a.m. getting the new radiator put in Malibu which is actually an old radiator. Um, and we left at 6 a.m. to drive 20 hours. That's and it nuts, was hell. <laughs> we're really we're all dumb that do we this, are. but well, it's because so, I love it. So let's talk that for just a second. The Red Hat Scotty, I see, bud. He said, uh, I was able to catch this from me in the live feed. Uh, he said he's down at the shop. Now he's not getting anything done. So <laughs> that, well, welcome to my life, friend. Um, so when, when you are, hell, I forgot where I was going. The, uh, <laughs> when, <laughs> How many times have has somebody signed up for race week? Let's say, you know, I think 2.0, we signed up, what, in uh, like March or something like that? Yeah. And then they're like, okay, now I've got to build the car. <laughs> How many times does that happen? You know, like, is that 80% or like us, we mm. got in and I was like, hell, we can't go with the same cart again. We got to add <laughs> a turbo, turbo and nitrous. You know what I mean? Yes, like, I I don't think a lot of people, I think a lot of people use it for motivation to get their car back together or to just finish their car. But yeah, I think, I don't know of a lot of people that might do it, like build a new one just for it. That would many, be, I don't know a lot of people that dumb because well, <laughs> well, we already had one going and it's still, that's sucks. what I was meaning. Like, it's like their, their oh, motivation at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. I think everybody uses If yeah. you, I guarantee you 98% of people when they click submit, payment aren't ready are not ready to go right then and what's messed up is they won't even try to get ready until two weeks prior yep maybe yeah or less we got time we got time yeah we're good two weeks away it's it's that doesn't happen until june it's freaking february we did the same thing with roadkill we're two weeks we're not even two weeks away now we're oh we gotta have this 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 and this oh we better get this hurry up and get these like yeah Yeah, we knew we were going the whole time but yeah, it's just red hat. Red hat says uh, seventy-five to eighty percent. He says that uh, yeah, none, yeah, none of us can keep from messing with it all year. Yep, no, or blowing sure. it up. I mean, right. if you race yeah. as much as a lot of us do, yeah, you're gonna break something. Shit happens. Yeah. Part of it. Yep, yep. part yep. of it. And try to get all that stuff sorted out before you get out there, so you don't have to fix any of it then. Yeah, and why the hell would you lay back thinking, oh man, I gotta get it to race week. I gotta get it to race oh, week. Oh hell yeah. no. So yeah. I mean that's the thing. There some I feel like there are some people that take that, but those are the guys that probably struggle the most. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the best You're thing not to do the bugs out. right. The best yeah. thing to do is to drive the shit out of it, to race shit out of it. Sort all that out before you get out there. The, the, yeah. You don't want to do the side of the road repairs. Nope. Yeah. Most people can't handle that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Find Randy said uh, before you go. Yeah, Randy said, sorry, I was ready for months. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Randy. I figured you would be. Yeah. I knew yeah. you were holding out on us. Yeah, yep. you bastard. I see that. That's he funny. looked way too relaxed. All he was long. way mellow looking. Walking around in his tank tops all week. Yes. Nice. He was way, he had his shit together. <laughs> that, now, see, so that's the other thing. So let's talk about future upgrades for Gap Train. Like, more like cubic we, inch for sure. Twins. <laughs> yeah, we need more cubic oh. inch to school what's back there, and we might we might try twins. We're definitely going twin 72s up top. I'm out horsepowered yeah. by everybody. So, yeah, we kind of already have a motor in the works for that. We have a all aluminum 
six liter deal, basically a sleeve five, three block. I think we do. Uh, he's got one. We got some blocks laying around, but I think he's got one too. So the goal is to, uh, oh, sounds really expensive. Oh, it is. I know we're kind of screwed, uh, <laughs> but definitely put twins on it to make some more power. And then the 370 will help push those a little better for sure. I don't know. That's awesome. So, so uh, we need a 388. Dark, so if you're listening, we need a 388. The block's too heavy. We need no, a light. We need aluminum, aluminum 388. Dark. Those are still heavy. We need a dart sponsorship. I'm typing that out right now. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, uh, share and tag room. dart right now. <laughs> uh, Gap train needs some dart. Yeah, yeah tell them they want to dart train up. boys. Yeah, no everybody. doubt. Exactly. Um, all right, so let's talk next 13 minutes, and I got to go down. My wife, she just texted me, "Where are you?" Oh, dude, I'm bad, man. Yeah, I don't care. Um, at this point, I'm like four beers in. It'd be fine. <laughs> Yeah, yep. she'll be nice. mad at me anyway. I'll be trying to boogie board. She'll be like, "What the hell's wrong with your leg? <laughs> <laughs> trying to drown out there." Yeah, yeah right. Um, let's talk about the TV show. How, how one, how you got there, and then two, like how you, in a quick form, how you ended up choosing what you chose. Like as far so as power getting there, we didn't plan on going. Like getting there was exactly like everything in our life. It's all we it was so lucky and blessed to even get the opportunity and. We, we had a, our friend Lonnie kind of pushed us. We, we thought about doing it when it came out, especially being a no prep one this season. But we're like, there's no way they're going to let us. Like, yeah. we're, we're nothing. so busy. We're, for one, we're busy. For two, we're broke. Yeah, and three, there's we're nobodies. Yeah. But so our buddy Lonnie pushed us real hard. And I literally sent in the application last second, like, yeah, like 11.59. 11.59 midnight. pushed her through. Wow. And, yeah, so – and so from there, we got so lucky they chose us. I think they may have had 50 or 60 applicants, and wow. we got narrowed down to 10. And at 10, then you got to send a video in. And we didn't have, like, Zach with his great editing skills. We had, we had me. me and, yeah, me and Nick. and, and <laughs> on, a, on an iPhone, iMovie. A GoPro. A GoPro. The and, funny thing is, Adam is the best talker, and it took him probably 50. It was horrible. I'm talking 50 takes to get his – Five sentences. It was really into bad. the camera screen. It was really bad. Hey, so hey, you know, they you, took once you screw up one time, it's over. You oh, might as well yeah, talk sure. and come back later. Yes. Yeah. So we took that, and then you do the video submission, and we did that, and got down to five, I believe it was, and then they were going to, you know, internet was going to vote on all to, out of five to get four, and then we got super lucky again. Like they they sent us an email and said. You you're guys in. have been, you're in, we, you, the producers have chose you and another team right off the bat. So like, oh, wow. holy hell, like this yeah. is unbelievable. So yeah, we got just, it was all luck to get in. And I think maybe that's why, I don't know. That's why we really appreciated the opportunity. And yeah. when we got there and the group of guys we had, dude, we busted our asses. Yeah. Like we, we were, had, we had good sponsors too. So that's, yes. that's the other thing, like getting to California, getting, your your stuff to California and staying in California Expansive. and even getting back is very very yes. costly. So yes. we had you know so low dollar motorsports. Hot rods by Havlix, who's a drag and drive yeah. guy, yeah. helped us out a lot to get out there. Yeah. Bruner Fabrication and Force Performance Turbos, dude. They yeah they exactly. Stepped up Force Performance of Robert. Basically, out. all of the cost <laughs> of getting out there and getting back was pretty much covered. That you know, there awesome. was still a lot of costs once you got out there, but like yeah. the major things that we were so worried about was covered by all our sponsors. Yeah. Like that helped us focus on getting the build where we needed to get yeah. the build. Yeah. And I, I think our like drag week, race week experience, being able to be in those situations where it's hot, you're not in your normal atmosphere, yeah. and you just have to get shit done, and there are no excuses. Yeah. Like that helped us a the lot. The thing is, though, 
we what we build we build with harbor freight tools <laughs> so like we're going think out there we just got new tools we're we, in our we natural just, atmosphere we went to harbor freight spent 1500 bucks i'm like i got new tools this is the best yeah, week right, ever like, right awesome. and we had more awesome. tools out there than we normally yeah. have here <laughs> So it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, it, it was it good. That's so our, cool. yeah, our life experiences helped us out a lot there yeah. and be able to gruel through it and just busted ass. And we chose the S10 because we wanted the mod shocks. Yeah, we want it came with great shocks, QA1 mod shocks, which were really good, especially on we like leaf spring stuff. Um, we knew we could get the weight bias where we wanted it. So the S10, like you know, we were hoping we were gonna get win that first challenge to pick and we oh, yeah, did. They kicked ass, they were our only team. I, I stood I stood away because I was like, I'm not good at building motors. All I do is blow stuff up. You guys handle this one. You could only have four people out there. We had six guys. I stood that one out. Yeah. And those guys killed it. I mean, absolutely yep. killed it. And that heart that the rest of the team had carried through the whole week and all the way yep. to the end. And that, yep. it was awesome. The turbo on the roof deal, we didn't plan on that until um so like obviously you're budget limited and yep. we we knew we were putting the turbo in the bed we knew we we're going turbo yeah um because for the weight bias and for obviously the power uh and then we were like okay we started doing budget things well okay a, a scavenge pump is minimum 300 dollars. well yep. we're very we we actually went over budget already yeah. so I was like, we got to mount the turbo higher. Then I'm like, okay, my buddies from 10 Soldier told me when they made a scoop that forced air, you're turbo limited. So cast 80 is as big as you can go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, when they were they were turbo limited for their class, they made a force air scoop and they said they gained this amount of horsepower. So we got to force air to it because there's dead air in the bed. So I was like, let's put it up here. They were like, what? <laughs> Dude, let's just do it. Yeah. Because, you know, then right. at that point, the drain just ran downhill, yep. followed yep. the intake tube and yep. right into the oil The paint. drain, yep. the turbo drain is zip tied to the <laughs> intake tube running through the cab of the truck. Yeah. It still Ooh. is. That's, That's how tight. I check oil temperature. Yeah. He, he kept grabbing the, the line <laughs> like, oh, how, how hot's our oil? It's like, oh, That's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's warm. Yeah. It's all so, the temperatures. So on the cart, we come because uh, mod motors are stupid and you can't flip manifolds. Okay. Oh, LS. no shit. Oh, it's retarded. It's that sucks. Like, yeah. So uh that's why the placement of the cart is up front. I thought, man, the turbo way out front would be amazing. It'd mm -hmm. be perfect. You know, give me time to, you know, or uh exhaust. Everything. Yeah. Um, so we come off of the uh, factory manifolds down to the factory Y, which is two inches. This you guys mm -hmm. will get a kick out of this. Okay. Two inches. Then we uh go immediately from two inches to two and a half. And then 180 and go all the way to the front of the car, which is like like where the driver sits is about the hip area, and then 180 is yep. back up to the front. No none, velocity. None. None. Like no velocity. Literally, literally through second gear, you can finally start hearing some spool. So <laughs> what what is your exhaust setup on the truck? Uh, we got okay. we had the truck manifolds. Okay. We go from two and a half, and then. On one side, I have a two and a half, then it goes to a three inch expander. And when it goes to three inch, I dump the other two and a half in. Gotcha. So that way it keeps some velocity. I actually, I used to be an HVAC. So like I did a bunch of duct work, I learned yep. all about velocity. So, and then if I had it my way and we had more budget, it would have been uh, two, two and a half into like a three and a half and then go so far in three and a half, neck down the three inch yep. and then go up in a turbo. But yep. obviously budget limited, you got to keep it simple. So you got to do what yeah. you can. You want to start big and keep going smaller to help it keep velocity basically yep. so yeah yep. i've done a bunch of rear mount setups and everybody says they don't spool i'm like, no if you just size the piping right like yeah spool's just yeah. fine 
And your combo has to be right. I mean, for us, that turbo that we have on there now that's 91, it's a little big for the that little wheel and housing is way bigger. Than right. It's bigger than normal because we we would max out a smaller one. So yeah. but we so got a little motor, low compression, yep. lots but, of tubing. But, but now you're going to go big inch, and it's going to be fine. Yeah, big inch for the twins. Life is good. Supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, Holly has a lot of nice tools with the software, too, to really mm – -hmm to really help out and make that thing work without some of them, it would be a lot yeah. tougher to make the thing light up. Yeah. yeah. We'll get that thing up to almost 5,000 RPM to on get the two step full and then drag it down mm -hmm. to the actual RPM we're going to leave at. Yeah. Wow, it's cool. got, it's, it's got some 2d tables that allow you to do that. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. What else? Uh, I feel like we've, we've got five more minutes. We got to talk about something to go a straight two hours. Um, Eric Englert says there's two TWO mini gingers on one screen. He's just, he's just <laughs> mad because we got more sold than he does. That's right. That's right. It's because we steal them from everybody else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Red Hat Scotty said uh, Lonnie is the man. He's tough, but a badass dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, he said they wanted Mac to swap a motor in the pits on race day. I think it was probably when we were talking about. Um, we were talking about the show. So, oh, yeah. Like, like was, there, was there some built in drama with that show a little bit, maybe? Or was it all just like they just uh, recorded So, what everything you guys they showed was real. Yeah. Everything they showed was real. It's just like, I wish they would have focused more on the builds than trying to, like, they would take the drama that we actually had and then try to make it really big drama, which, like, it's not that big of a deal. The, the craziest thing is, that was the first time we've ever been at the track and been the only person. That wasn't thrashing. Yeah. Like, we didn't we, know what to do. We were just, you got five hours in the middle of a freaking desert to do nothing. Right. Because they had, they what had a lot do? of time in between passes for guys to be able to make repairs. And for like the wow. first time ever, we weren't doing shit, but laying there, like our truck was working and everybody else was yep. trying to get things, you know, Jim was blowing them to pieces and yep. the other guys were trying to, you know, still build a car wasn't even put together yet. And um, <laughs> the other dudes were just trying to get chassis to work. And we're all just like laying here going, this is weird. Like we yeah. never, <laughs> we never have where we're not doing something. Uh, what it, was was kind the, of, it was nice, I guess, but unusual. What was it like being in the, the same shop with like three or four other shops you know well covid really screwed that up because normally the tv show the first night you're there they take you out they buy you dinner and they provide you with beer and drinks you get to meet each yeah, other. it's like a meet and greet deal yep. well covid you they weren't allowed to do that and that's why we had to go buy a lot of our own tools because they weren't allowed to let you use hand tools like there were so many Good rules and regulations you had to have your temperature checked every day like there were so many hoops we had to jump through just before we were even allowed to work, yep. which yeah. I get it, whatever. They got rules they got to follow. So, like, the first, the whole first week we were there, the shop was kind of silent all day. You know, you can't play music because of the, the cameras. Oh, yeah. And everybody's just working, so you're just kind of silent. Oh, Nobody we knows working. each other. Yeah. yeah. Then the second week, it's like, boom, all hell broke loose. Like, everybody's giving each other shit right. all week. Like. We would stay late after we'd all go to the liquor store, come back, and we'd get <laughs> drunk and just all kinds of dumb stuff. Yeah, right. once like, you started making like the relationship car stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, had yeah. stuff to do, but I mean, it worked out good for us because we were so focused. Oh, yeah, the, the first, first week three, was awesome. Yeah, I mean, we were so focused up. We really didn't know what a lot of the other guys were doing. And yep. uh, Joe Scams on, on Team Mountain Front, that dude would try to 
I, we, I thought he was actually mad because he would just yell, you know, the F-bomb out of nowhere. He would, like, throw something down and say, fuck, or something yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> mad and super loud. And we're like, what is oh, this dang, dude's problem? Right, right. You think you're doing something. No. Every time that one of us got on camera, he would try to do that so they'd have to bleep the background. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah. We just started doing it back to him. Like, we would all randomly just yell a oh cuss word. Everybody on the team almost one after another. We just yelled something. There was this huge metal table, super heavy. (laughs) And the old guy on our team, Mick, Mick. would strap something in the vice and just slowly walk backwards and (laughs) all the way across the shop. And just to piss everybody yeah, just off, to, the head games, just to oh mess with them. So like, we, we would awesome. be, we would call out the time. Like yeah. they had a twenty-four hour clock on the mm-hmm. wall, and they would at the start of the day they'd give you twelve hours or whatever, and we we just call out and randomly ten hours, thirty minutes. <laughs> then yep, we'd yeah. all yell that like, dude. And we we were in a lucky position <laughs> where we were doing very well, and we were kind of ahead of the game where most guys were struggling. So yeah. we were just fucking digging that knife in on them that. Yeah, you guys are about out of time. We're still doing good over here. We're laughing, having fun, and building the truck. And they were kind of scrambling or, you know, mad at each other or things weren't going right. And um, Yeah, we were pretty – the only thing we ever had issues on was the budget. But other than that, we were good. Yeah, you think uh, 10000 bucks, and obviously we got some sponsored parts and stuff yeah. as part of the show, but it Don't sounds – it's Yeah, right. It sounds like it's a really no big deal you can – Dude, when you start adding that stuff up, it goes yep. bam. And we do shit on the cheap. We're used to doing junkyard motors and, and stuff budget, but yep. it goes quick, yep. real quick. Yep. But also when you're doing good, people watch you closer. Oh, oh yeah. Where'd you get that bolt from? Oh, budget. Yep. Five <laughs> bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And I think everybody this season was uh turbo LS, right? Yep. Yeah, which yep. I guess a lot of people hate. I don't know. I, I love it, but yeah. I see where if you're not – I think everybody's an LS fan, and they're not. So I guess yeah. non-LS <laughs> fans hate it. Um, us LS fans love the shit out of it. And yep. what do you – I mean, it shows you what the platform can do. Yeah, It's so cheap to build something out of it, make a lot of power. Yeah, what You don't have – That's a, why they add 450 pounds. Of right, that that's why we had to be heavy. Yep. That's what, that's the one I knew everybody else was screwed. When we – everybody else went turbo LS. Yeah. We that's what we do every day. We build, yeah. you know, stuff that's turbo LS, and we're really good in our own cars of building stuff that's somewhat low buck, but that can go really well. And we use Holly EFI when everybody was on the same playing field as us, weight wise. Yeah. I'm like, when done. when the radio versus the world guys that are going 350s there don't know how to use a Holly Terminator, we yeah. knew we were pretty, we were set. We were in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Red Hat Red Hat said, uh, "What's the favorite phrase to yell when time came?" Probably just fuck. Oh no, we would just I don't man, there were so many there right. was so many we would always just yell, yup. Yeah, we, I mean anything just random, like yeah. just oh, shit, yeah. just whatever, just to yell and just make up words and yeah, everybody would do it on the team. It was just it was really fun. We started getting other people to do it too. So it was like it it caught on. It did. I, I was awesome. surprised they didn't show it on the show because it would yeah. it was quite there's so many things that didn't show on the show that could have made such a great show. Right. Yeah. So they need they need like the the double. They need like the second. Yeah. Like the well, actually, we're gonna of, take Zach next time. We're gonna film a behind the scenes. <laughs> there yeah, you go. We get there to go, go back this year, so we're, we'll oh, see if we can't cool, catch bro. some of that other stuff. There you go. Uh, Randy Kane says, uh, yeah. "Gen One Small Block Chevrolet for the win." Uh, I get that, Randy. Just imagine how fast you go with an LS, though. 
right? Like, and just a two hundred and fifty. Well, he beat us. So. He did beat us. He did beat us. <laughs> There's nothing for us to say. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. What's great is like so. I, you know, obviously, sloppy mechanics is a big motivation for the my old truck, mm -hmm. my uh, C10 truck. I mean, it's a stock bottom end four eight with springs and a cam and a 78 Hell 75 yes. you know makes yep. 500 wheel and does long burnouts like yep. yes probably a blast There's, to drive oh shit i mean you throw my kids in it and they're like do burnout you know and like we'll leave us <laughs> no problem yeah just, like, how long do you want to go <laughs> yeah 150 <laughs> foot just doesn't matter you know you're in the four lanes of traffic <laughs> kids are screaming yeah. it's awesome you know and so it, the best pool i've made in that truck I'm pulling up to next to this kid and it's patinaed and it's lowered and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, this kid pulls up in a Ford fusion. He's kind of giving me the thumbs up and he's looking over and I just like mad it second. And it just literally obliterates the tires. First time making a pull in it. And it was probably 150 foot burnout, you know, but I'm rolling like 40 and I'm like, this is the best thing ever. And I've got four <laughs> grand in that setup. You know yep. what I mean? Like, why yeah, wouldn't you, you, that? you not love it? It's changed yeah. the world. It's yeah. changed the freaking yeah. world, man. Everybody can make a thousand horse for yeah. no money now. And it's, yeah. it's created some dangerous drivers, but uh, yeah. it's also some fun. Well, and the funny part is, you know, I think a little bit of Facebook too, everybody sees a thousand and they're like, Oh man. Oh, yeah. you know, big bank hot rod did it. That did 1300 on that four, eight. Yeah. No, I can do that. Well, like, you know, that's where guys uh, like you come crank. in <laughs> Yeah, well, to the crank and like what trans you're gonna put behind it? Drive shaft. You yeah. know, spend six hundred on a drive shaft. You know what I mean? Like, yep. yes, th that's when yeah. people change directions on their build when they see how yep, much all sure. the other shit costs. You know, yeah, yep. when they stop having a freaking do it step by step how to do it direction is when yeah. they they buy the the cheap LS stuff, they buy the Fox body, they put the motor in it. And then they can't connect two pipes together. Like, oh, lost motivation. I'm selling it. Yeah, yeah. Changing directions. I'm going NA now. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Four eight uh, NA doesn't do much. No, no. not at all. That's not there. fun at all. Well, hey, and then take a four eight stock converter and a four L eighty. You'll hate your life. Oh, dude. You don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did because I knew I was going turbo later. So I was like, I'll just put an eighty in it and be on the way. Uh, oh yes. Uh Ryan James Moonshower here says uh Adam That's says who, he likes, our guy. Oh, okay. He says Adam likes turbo LS stuff, but they don't like him back. <laughs> <laughs> that's old Moo Moo here. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, he's our that's fabricator. Funny. He's half yeah. our fabricator. He said, Don't wait, he's building a Vega that I'm gonna make 40 pounds of boost on right off the hit. So we'll see yes. if he can hold on enough. Yeah, uh, Adam's yeah. tuning his car, so yeah, he's oh, just fucked up. Yeah, he just, he just done is about yeah, to meet Dr. Sentence. Wall here in a minute. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, listen, first first pass, just mad it, but it'll be fine. Oh, dude, I'm like, oh, I got a real soft, yeah. it's a real soft curve, dude, no problem. No, pinning it all the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Red Hat says, uh, uh, my mom, Crack, is watching. Tell her hi. Uh, Hell yeah. Hello, like Crack. Hello, Crack. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little weird. I'm going to yeah. say red. Your mom is cracked. Okay. Yeah, I like Never it. said that before. Okay. Dad's addicted to it. It's what works. Um, let's see. Moo, half of your <laughs> fabricators are half a fabricator. Yes. I'm just going <laughs> to say Both are yes. correct. Yes. Yes, they're both correct. That's funny. All right, guys, listen. I really, yeah, really You're going to get in trouble it. if we have to roll the next yeah. hour. We actually I know. Have like, we're going to be in trouble for about an hour, hour now. Yeah. So <laughs> here's what we're going to do. We, I, you guys will have to be back on. I really want to talk cool. 
like business and shop and things like that. Um, oh, after- we don't know anything about business. <laughs> well, you know how to build cars, and that's what's fun. And uh, then okay. you know, we'll talk that part of the business. Yeah. We know how to do that. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> after after race week is over and we're done through that week, uh, I'm going to pivot a little bit. We are going to talk some business stuff and how you guys learned your stuff, how cool. you you know, how you decided to do this, how you ended up renting a spot that has two shops and a house for them dudes to live in. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I want to get into that story. I want to talk about that and uh, and all that stuff. So that'll come soon. We got race week in like six weeks, 2.0 in six weeks. And uh, so we got to start turning the card up. I got to get a converter in it. You know, I got to put a seven pound spring in it. Got to put a bigger jet in the nitrous. Plenty of time. You say seven or 17. Yeah. Well, Hey, listen, it's just a four, six, you know, two valve setup. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to bend a rod in like, uh, you're the real bastard child of the Ford world. Aren't you? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, listen, when you buy a $900 crown Vic, you just got to do with what you're going to do. You know what Uh, I mean? Oh yeah. Fair yeah. Enough. yeah, hell so, yes. You've, I love to have one of them for 900. Yeah, yeah man, hey, 93,000 mile old man driven. It had never been smoked in, dude. And we took it dude, over the roof off. That was a it. steal. It was, yeah, it was, was great. Steal. It was great. Yep. So uh, I hope to blow it up maybe end of race week and then we're going to throw LS <laughs> in it and make 800. <laughs> hell yes. Yep. All right, guys. Right on, man. Well, cool. Uh, Thank you very much yeah, for having for us. Having us on. Good yep. luck, everybody, on Rocky Mountain 2.0. Thanks yep. for watching us and helping yep. support us. Good luck, right, guys. Stay with me. Don't turn it off just yet. I'm only in this okay. Gonna, <laughs> we're going to 